Hey there, this is the old 77. They are all against me. They all must die. It's a safe place in an unsafe world. Hard. Oh, hard. I'm in the kitchen, Homer. All right, here's your fucking warning. Foul language may occur due to the subject matter. Welcome to the old 77. Now, let's get on with the show. We do hope that you enjoy the time you have left. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the old 77. It's a safe place. In an unsafe world. What's up, guys? What's up, Scott? Excited Ooh. for this one. Is that Matt in the studio I see? Hey, Hey, I'm sorry for my um, oh, man. my small sabbatical i guess yeah <laughs> it's not it's have, not actually my fault it's the have, schedule have of my life more enlightened it feels great i mean the one i was doing it remotely yeah and then it's been like what two weeks it's yep. been, yeah it's two, been two weeks two uh recording sessions so feels like a lot longer oh my god longer, it feels so yeah. good to be back yeah yeah i like i said before we went on the air i was prepared to do a, a remote one yeah but i'm so glad that you yeah, got, got some good and news today yeah we yeah. did uh, we had a tough week sarah and i uh sarah oh, thought yeah. she had COVID, so she went and got tested and then um you know i worked we from, didn't i worked from home all week well half the week anyway sloan was home so uh, we got the test results back this afternoon. She was negative, and I'm like, Scott, I'm coming over for the podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell it's yeah. literally the moment he found out. It I was a true moment of vindication. Like, yes. If anybody's keeping score at home, yeah. the old 77 podcast crew is two for two that's, on that's COVID tests. Two for two. Because yeah, I had a negative two. one a couple weeks yes. ago. Thank you, goodness. So, oh, Scott, goodness. Yeah, man. you're next, dude. No, man. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, let's not no, say that. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> if if you think you have it, though, if no. you have symptoms, yeah, I, no. I, luckily I don't. I've been We're keeping, gonna ensure yeah. that you I've get been, a negative. I've been keeping myself. I'm uh, just glad to be back. Man. That's right. all. It's good to see well, your so shining far, it faces. Was, it you was too, nobody actually had symptoms. You were just in proximity of someone else. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. a scary feeling. Yeah, man. So that shit's real. It is real. You know, it's real. Whether it's like, you know, in, in mild. Dave's case, the mask actually worked. Right. Yeah. yeah I yeah. was with a student and we both had our masks on. Right. And that's just and proof. And the kid had COVID. Damn. At yeah. the time. Dave does not. Wow. Yeah. Dave. We assumed that he did because he tested positive the day right. after. The I day was after. Oh, so he was like. He was definitely. Yeah. He was probably hot, boy. He thought that he or his parents thought that he had strep throat. Right. And, and uh, see, that's that's just it. A okay, lot for of one, if your like kid that. has strep throat, please keep them home. Keep them home. Why the hell? Man. Yeah. For one, if I had strep throat and I had it before. Right. Sure. Oh, yeah. You that's feel a like rough one. you feel like you don't want to do anything. You know, but as a kid, I remember it being a lot easier. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? Yeah. You mean as opposed to when you get as it opposed as a grown to when you up grow up, and it, yeah. it gets rougher. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I want to get some shout outs real quick. Hey, before to, you give those shout outs, yes. let's shout out to our Patreon subscriber, Toby Dean. Oh, yeah. Still keeping it strong. That's right. Toby. 
Hey, girl. Thank you, you, brother. Go to, you can go to patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast. Uh, check us out. Absolutely. There's a blog there. Mm. Uh, there's naked pictures of Dave. Mm. His balls are just flying around. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing ball sack. Thank you. Freshly it's, shaved it's in that so picture. Young. <laughs> it's he's so got a, young in that picture. He's got a high fade on his testicles. <laughs> I'd call it more of a draw. <laughs> But I want to make some shout-outs real quick <laughs> to the Rough, the Roughneck Podcast. Uh, yeah. You guys, I've seen you guys like oh, our man. stuff on Instagram. Thank you very much. Uh, the Retroholic Podcast. Yes. Thank you guys Retro-holic. for doing that. Of course, our friend JT, oh, man. the Paranormal Sun pa- yes. Podcast. Thank you very much. I got some advertising coming up geared towards JT and the Paranormal Sun. The M- awesome. MFing Block Podcast. Oh, block the podcast. MFing Block Podcast. That just rolls off the tongue. I'm right. sure you guys are cool, but it's a weird name. No, man, I love it. <laughs> Our name's kind of weird. Uh, here's a good one. Right? Uh, yeah, Yourself Podcast. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Thank you, guys. And Jimmy Bond's Podcast. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Bond, you like Jimmy us Bonds. a lot on there. We appreciate it, man. Jimmy you, Bonds brother. is, yeah, he's really hitting us I'm up. I'm definitely going to check you guys yeah, out um, as soon as I get some time. You know, time has been Time is, is a rough one. This and, uh, Yeah, it's definitely been something that I've had trouble with the last few weeks. So when, once I do, I will definitely give you guys a listen. Absolutely. Thank you man. so much for listening to us. We also, appreciate it. I want to shout out. And the out, follow. I want to shout out to What Women Want Podcast, who has uh, been commenting on some of our stuff. I have uh, I have this graphic here. It's the one that we have up on Facebook now. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it says uh, recording a new show tonight, and it's Daniel's son at the tournament. Everyone's there, and he's faced off against Sloth from the Goonies. I love it, dude. I and, love uh, all of our graphics, by the way. And, and she, that... <laughs> whoever is at the What Women Want podcast, uh, I sure. Let's see. She says uh, they say uh-huh. I am sure you all will wax on about a lot of things. Mister Miyagi would approve. I love it. Now, what is a podcast about what women want? Doing listening to us. I have to check that out. I I hope it's women. Does that mean that women want us? I think they want our podcast. Okay, well, we'll keep making them. We'll keep making them. Absolutely. I'll take what I can get. We do have a women demographic in our statistics. We actually do. On our analytics. Let me pull up our analytics here, fellas. There is a demographic there. We have... 38% 38% of our listenership Dude, is female. that's a big that's demographic, a demographic That's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty good. Right now we're 58-38. I mean, especially and 2% for... 2% non, uh, non-specified and 2% non-binary. Especially right. we talk about balls and, <laughs> yeah. you know... But hey, we've, we've, had, we've had women on the podcast. Right. Yeah, that's we true. We actually have. Or I should true. say... I'd like to have Scott's a few wife. more women. I should say woman. We yeah. have yeah. a few more women on the podcast. We want some more. Yes. Yeah. If you're a woman and you want to be on our podcast, let us know. Dave, what's the <laughs> number? Absolutely. It's 573-246-0779. Damn, Dave. that was slick. Woo. Leave Woo. us a message. So, yes, guys, please. it's almost Halloween. Oh, man. Like, it's in, a, it's in a few days. Yes. I'm excited. Yes. My favorite my favorite holiday of the year, and it's not even close. Today is the 27th, so this show drops on the 27th. Right. Tonight, we're going to tell spooky ghost stories. Oh, uh, Yes. So let me set it for you. We've, we're in the we're in the in the studio here. I, I've got the analytics up, so it's kind of bright. But we're in the studio. We got all the lights off, two candles rolling, and two black lights on. Did you give us a sage wipe down before I we did. came in? However, right. I did not call the spiritual corners before I did so. All the right. spiritual corners is that a prayer before you have to yeah. do all this stuff? So I think we actually talked about this before you were here. Yeah. So I have a Wiccan Bible from back in the day when I dated this. Uh, this well, well, we won't talk about it. Anyway. Uh, I had this girl that I dated at one time, and she was a witch. She was a Wiccan, and I have 
her old Wiccan Bible. And I've used it to call the corners that you call the corners of the. So have you ever seen the movie The Craft? That is pretty accurate, actually. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, you call the corner of the north, the south, Wicked. the east, and the west. My buddy, and then you uh, sanctify the air and you bring it down to the ground. My buddy Cindy McDaniel, shout out to Cindy. She's there a Wiccan. Go. Yeah, she's it, awesome. Cindy. Yeah, she's awesome. a bartender at Bones. Awesome. She's cool. awesome. Practicing. Yeah, I believe so. That's yeah. cool, man. I believe so. Don't get yeah. don't get on her bad side. No, She's man, one of the most awesome people I've ever there's met. There's something to the, exactly right there, man. Yeah. Every person I've ever known that has been like that has just been the coolest, most go with the flow. Yeah, She's, nothing gets to them. Yeah, yeah. She's like that. Very, uh, very in tune with nature, which I appreciate. That I do too. That's what the Wiccans are all about. I think we've we've kind of lost our connection to nature. A lot of us have. Perhaps. So Perhaps yeah. we need to get that back. Let's get into some spooky stories. Yeah, let's so, who, who's going to go first? I say we do a local first? Missouri scary story. All right, yeah, let's I'm in the Let me cue this bad boy up yeah. with our new. So this uh, is our new setup. Our new setup here. We have still a, balling on a budget. This new um, program that we have on this computer. We actually have a budget now of one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> These computers. <laughs> the computer was free, but the software was a dollar. So here we go. It's story number one. Story number one. I believe this story takes place in the Ozarks. I hope um, I'm pushing the right one. This one actually takes place in the Lyceum Theater in Arrow Rock. Oh. Do we need to set it up a little bit? No. This no, is number it, four? This is, this is number one. Oh, one. Number okay. one. Gotcha. Okay, here we go. Yep. In 99, I was a 23-year-old and had just graduated oh, college. Okay. I wanted to become an actor, so I went to all I sorts of auditions, including one for a professional theater called the Arrow Rock Lyceum. So this We rehearsed yeah. in a rehearsal hall Here for one and a half weeks and then moved to the theater where we began technical rehearsals. There were so many men in the show that we were put in what was traditionally the women's dressing room because it is slightly bigger. They were working on yeah, refurbishing the, music. the dressing room because of some sort of fire that had happened a few years ago. I didn't bother to ask if anyone had died in the fire because I assumed it was just an electrical fire. So one day I was using the restroom, and when I flushed the toilet I heard screaming. It sounds stupid, but I heard screaming. It sounded like my eight-year-old niece when she watches scary movies. Okay, right there, I would have liked to piss my pants. I'm out Out of of here. (laughs) Yep, get me out of here. (laughs) I was spooked and asked one of the stagehands about it. He told me that in 94, some little girl had gotten trapped in that dressing room in a fire and she haunted the theater now Boom. I thought he was crazy at first but then I started seeing and hearing more things like when I was on stage I looked up into the rafters and I could have sworn I saw a little girl watching us oh alright I okay, got goosebumps so, already so what would you do and would you just continue to do this like, you know, I would think at that point you'd be a professional, right? You see somebody up there, you know, there could be anybody. You're just, you probably got a crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you just got to keep, I mean, what are you going right? to do? Holy cow. Just keep doing your thing. You just keep doing, yeah, you keep crafting it's your It's not craft. really harming you. Not yet. <sighs> yeah, the story's not over yet, though. Right, then right. one night I forgot my dorm key right. in the dressing room, so I called the stage manager and he let me into the theater. It was very dark. <laughs> And I heard singing, cute little girl singing, but something about it didn't seem right. Then the props began to disappear right when they were needed on stage. Costumes were found ripped and stained. One night, 
A set piece almost crushed one of the main actresses. Oh Peace it out. And one night the That's power went cue. out. That's my cue. And in the blackness, I heard the singing again, and it got very cold. Mm-mm. I felt like someone was standing behind me and breathing on my neck. You hear that a lot. It gets cold. I spun around and reached into the darkness, but there was no one there. A child giggled. And at first I thought it was someone in the audience, but then I realized we were doing an adult play. There were no children in the audience. I started to research the little girl in the fire and came across a newspaper article from the day that she died. It talked about how a costume rack was found jamming the door, and one of the actors mysteriously left the night of the accident. Now I knew the ghost's name. Carolyn Brown. The article says that people think the fire was electrical, but the parents think it was arson. I believe it was arson, and that she was murdered. Otherwise, why would she have come back to haunt the theater? When the show closed, I packed up and left Arrow Rock, never to return again. Since then, I have quit acting because of Carolyn Brown. Fucking Carolyn. And I've become a math teacher. <laughs> I have been dying to share my story, but have never found a place to until I stumbled upon this website. Please tell me what you think. Have any of you ever been to Arrow Rock, Missouri? And seen familiar things. Alright, so there's that one. Okay, so... Damn. Right? At least gave me straight up goosebumps, man. And I've heard that one at least three, four times now. At least when I go to Arrow Rock, Missouri, I know where to go. Right. Or where not to go. Where not to go. The Lyceum Theater. I, you know what? And it's funny because I had just seen a preview for some show at the Lyceum before I found that. Really? I, yeah. I don't think I've ever been there before, but I see a ton of... I see ads for shows yeah, yeah. there. So this is like a legit theater. Yeah, it's a legit mm-hmm. theater where like they, they perform and, and I, I, from what I saw, they do shows there too, like musical acts. So this lady was able to confirm the identity of this of her child spirit, and that yeah. she had died. And man, I wonder. I assume that it, that that like because she said that she saw it, right? I, yeah, she said she saw it twice. The lights went out. She reached out, yeah. didn't see anything, but mm. heard a giggle. See, man, I used flushed the toilet, heard the scream. Mm. I, I used to mm. think that ghost stories were all BS, but so, so did I, man. But but there's so much like eyewitness stuff. Like, right? Not everyone like I, I, there's not that many crazy people. No, I don't think so. Right? They can't all need, be crazy. Who need that attention? Like. Why would someone put themselves out there on a limb and tell tell their story of this paranormal experience and they get ridiculed? The real right. ones don't. Right. The, the real ones don't tell their experiences. A lot. A lot of the a time. Lot. Yeah. Absolutely. I know I've told you guys. I have an aunt that swears her husband died of brain cancer and came back and sat on the edge of her bed for right. well, all night. Right. Wow. I got chills just right. And just talk by to you her, telling, me telling that. her, you know, and, and I've known that since I was born. Like, I've. Mm. I've grown up around this stuff, really. Like, yeah. I believe in this, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, at a certain point, you can't dis- you can't just discount these stories because yeah. there's right so many of them, <clears throat> and there's so many similarities. Like the part in that story where oh. she talked about it getting cold. Right. Yes. Everybody, that, every that, one of these stories, that's it, what they say. It's funny when that part of the story hit. Every one of us looked at each other and was like, mm, "Yeah, that's the yeah." We've that's heard my this cue before. to bounce. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so if you want to keep it in Missouri, number two, fellas. All right, Every one it. of us have been to this place. All right. And I never even knew okay. it. Here okay. Here we go. All right. 
Oh, do you want to credit this person real quick? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so let me grab my light here. So all of my stuff here from local Missouri is coming from a, a YouTuber called Ghoulish Gal. You can find her on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. Her email is ghoulishgal15 at gmail.com. So big ups to Ghoulish Gal. Shout out to Ghoulish Gal. Yeah. Ghoulish Gal, thank, thank you. you. I'm going to try and find her everywhere I can and like her stuff. Yeah. So if you can, do it. Heck yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank right. you, Ghoulish Gal. Three, two, one. Here we go. I am Bill Brown, and I am the tech manager, lead investigator, and data analyst for Full Moon Paranormal Society. We are a small group of investigators who have been either present or past employees of Six Flags St. Louis. I should mention that Six Flags St. Louis and its management are not in any way responsible for anything said on Disclaimer. the website or in this article. We believe there are at least five ghosts at the Six Flags. Never heard that before. I had We neither. think we know what their names are, but Six Flags does not want us using their names. Since I like my job, I will honor their wishes and avoid using their names. So she's an employee. No, no, no. So, okay, let me, let me set this up for you. So Ghoulish Gal, she is a narrator. She finds uh, stories online, mm -hmm. and then she prints them off, and then narrates them. Oh, so and then, and then she uses this is that. someone's testimonial, and then yes. she kind of just does. And I, it. I actually right. have. I'm going to put links up to to these local Missouri stories. Cool. In the show notes, right. so you'll be able to go and check them out for yourself. So this is this is an employee, though. So this is a former employee right. of Six Flags St. Louis, right. and this is his testimony on this website that we went to for, mm. for all of these. Okay. And Ghoulish Gal grabbed all of these and just narrated them. Okay, cool. Yeah. Gotcha. Bob the Pigman, who has been featured in the annual October Fright Fest. You guys ever heard of Bob the Pigman? For years, no. people have... So Bob the Pigman is supposed to be the ghost of the former farmer that lived on the land that mm. Six Flags bought the land off oh, of. Oh, okay. And they, from from all accounts, it kind of, he felt like he was wronged. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Makes sense. So he allegedly haunts the Six Flags. Okay. Said the lady of the theater's name is Stella. I can tell you that the lady in the theater is not named Stella. So there's theaters the at the Six theater Flags where you can see the shows. Right, at yes. the Empire Theater. But has been seen at the Palace Theater. And the in the Empire, courtyard behind the, the palace. Courtyard and in the palace she was seen one night by two security officers as she was walking across the courtyard and up the stairs to the door of the security office where she disappeared there's also a male ghost seen and heard in the same areas as the lady he seems to be angry all the time whereas she is friendly and has been known to talk to people Whoa. unless you Whoa. call her stella unless you call her stella and then she gets she has mad been Stella! <laughs> Don't do it, man. So she also talks about, and, and I'll, I'll get it out of the way ahead of time so you guys know what she's talking mm -hmm. about. She says arbors or something. She's mispronouncing arbors. Oh. So do you know when you go to Six Flags? I'm assuming both of you guys have been to Six Flags St. Louis. Yeah, it's been no, a while. I have not, no. You, you've never been? No. Really? They have these, uh, it's like these big, you walk down in it, and it's really hot usually because you're in the summer, and they have these overgrown, like, arbors that okay. come up. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Those are allegedly haunted as oh, well. Oh, really? And there's like two or three of them there, and they get real dark. And if you ever go, really honestly, now is the time to go to Six Flags, Fright Fest. All of that shit is all ghouled out. Well, it's great. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. It's cooler out, too. I, oh, it's nice. I just hate going to theme parks when it's 100 degrees outside. Right. It's right. horrible. Yeah. We went to the zoo last week, and it was the perfect day to go to the right. zoo. That would have been a nice day. Right. And they had it all ghouled out, too. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yep. Well, unless you call her Stella. 
Stella. She has been known to get quite angry when she is called Stella. We think we know why that is, but because of Six Flag policy, we must let the subject go. Uh, the little girl, we call the little girl of Arbros. Arbors. These Arbros are located between Thunder River and the Colossus Ferris Wheel. She's been heard giggling throughout the park, but most sightings have been in the Arbos after closing time. She's about 8 to 10 years old, wearing a yellow dress with white puffy sleeves. Wow. We think she's the one who left muddy footprints near the Ranger Pilot's kitty ride in wow. 2009. Whoa. That's we also right. think that the day after the leaving the footprint, there was she intervened in and saved Holy a baby sure. from a possible there. serious injury. Wow. I'm going to attach one of the... So you're telling me that... When they poured the concrete for that ride, two little kitty footprints showed up. And, they, and they're still there and right now. they're still there. They cured. Oh, you can see that. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's wicked. Well, they attached a photo to it, so you can see that, too, when you go through the show notes. Sweet. That's awesome. It's wicked, dude. In 2009, we also think that the day after leaving the footprint, she intervened and saved a baby from possible serious injury. I'm going to attach one of the photos of the footprints. The fourth known ghost is the one haunting the mine train roller coaster. Last year, while there were only operators present and the power was turned off, the loading gates opened and then closed. We'd been talking about the ghost just prior to the incident. We try not to say bad things about the ghost because she's been known to cause shutdown of the ride when she has been angered. The fifth known ghost is Bob the Pigman. He's supposed to be the pig farmer that owned the property before Six Flags was built. He and his pigs have mostly been heard on the back roads in the park. And his pigs. And his pigs. He was blamed for some equipment damage when the Boss roller coaster was being when built. This, when this happened. For some reason, he was not happy. How long ago was that? Oh, that was... Jesus, man. Maybe in the late 90s? Early, early 2000s, maybe? But I remember it was news because they kept having accident after accident after accident, and it kept shutting down wow. production of it. And they had no yeah. idea why this was happening to them. Maybe they, maybe they maybe did. Maybe they did, and they just weren't saying it. So that's the other question that this raises is because she keeps referring to the Six Flags policy. Yeah. Right. So do they have that shit written in their policy? Maybe they do. can't talk about Bob the Pigman? Or, or... Well, I mean, his name's been named, and I think they actually use well, Bob the Pigman, too, also yeah. in like ha- like haunted attractions and stuff. But like the names and things... Because if, if it's built into their policy, it Maybe. has to be then, a serious then problem. Then the, yeah, right. Exactly. Then they're aware of it. Yeah. Then they know they have an issue. And if you're a young kid and you're like, you got a job there, you're like, oh, this is so cool. This park is haunted. I didn't yeah, know no. that, though. I know. I had never heard of this. This is the first I'd ever heard of any of yeah, this. Me too, and man. I would, So it's funny because every time we would go, and, and my family went a lot to Six Flags. Like, we mm. went every year for a while when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And the, the mine train would just be shut down. Huh. Like, it'd be bumping, man. There'd be everybody there, and the yeah. mine train shut down for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, well, why's that? And then I hear stuff like this, and it's like, well, holy cow. Holy are, there other, um, are there other accounts of this on the internet? Have you searched around? This was, the, this was actually, to be honest, I'm, I was short for time this, this week, and I put in five Missouri stories. Like, that's what I, and this was the, the one article that popped mm-hmm. up, huh. and I, I just, it was like meant to be. Okay, before you play that, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's actually a book about like oh, haunted yeah. places in Missouri. So I remember when we had the uh, the Barnes and Noble, they had a Missouri section, and yeah. I had just moved here, the and one, that yeah. that was one of them. Yep, yep. That's ha- exactly where I, I think remember it was seeing called it. Haunted Missouri. Yeah, that sounds right to me. Mm-hmm. 
We need to get a copy of no, that. No, that's what I was thinking. He was blamed for some equipment damage when the Boss roller coaster was being built. Bob the Pigman. For some reason, he was not happy about the new construction. Sometimes, some of the ghosts can be a... And as far as, like, new construction or renovation right. to, like, That's a house or to a hotel or whatever it is. Anything. A business. And if the place has some kind of entity, that thing gets pissed yeah. when it's you start fixing seen, shit up. Yeah, it, yeah. Starts, it seems to stir them up, man. Same thing that happened to, uh, right to Aaron and Aaron. Yeah, to yeah. the Aaron's. Yeah. yeah. Up right on Hobo at, Hill. On the Hobo Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I still have never checked out. But none of the go- Yeah. I still haven't reached out to them. That's all right. You can do that anytime. Yeah. Ghosts have ever done anything to harm a guest or an employee. I feel good when I am operating the kitty rides because I believe that that little girl is helping keep the children safe. Yeah, I'd probably want a position Man. right there by the kitty rides. Right. Man. I mean, could you imagine, like, you're an employee, you're walking down, and then, like, it's dusk. I mean, right. or the place closes down and it's dark out, and you're just walking down by yourself, just inspecting, making sure everyone left. And then you look over, and there's Bob the Pigman. Right. Like, oh, there's a ghost. Holy or there's, shit. Or there's the little girl giggling running through the arbors where it's really dark, and say it's an October night, and See, it's Fright Fest. Yeah, that's even more terrifying to Right? Me. Yeah. A little girl, for some reason. A just... little girl giggling, laughing, and in, like, what did they say? Like, a, a yellow dress with puffy yeah, arms. Right. And... Oh, man. I can't wait till the till the new Unsolved Mystery season comes out. That's going to be in, like, the next week, I think. I think it was, is like, it, the 17th. Is that day. Wicked. So there you go. So this, That's awesome. this this episode will drop on the twenty seventh. Is that correct. what you said? That is correct. And Tuesday today are we Halloween? today we are recording it on ten nine. Yeah. So then, we'll, we, yeah. yeah. Unsolved mysteries will already be out by then. <sighs> Leave us a message and you tell know. us what you think. I'm so glad I didn't put the unsolved mysteries theme on this. So our next story, we're going to go overseas. Nice. And it's going to be in Ireland. Oh, hey, shout hey, out to the Irish fans. Shout out to our fans in Dublin. That's right. Um, we know you're there. We you're holding see you. strong with that 1%. We see you in our analytics. <laughs> yes. Um, Fucking call us and leave us a message. Dude, we just want to know who you are. <laughs> yeah, Seriously. Man, email us, the old 77 podcast at so, gmail.com. Yeah, why, you, why I'd are love you to talk so to afraid you, man. to contact us? Man. Crap. Fuck, we'll zoom you into the show. Right, that's what I was going to say. I'll even put you on the air, man. Come yeah. on. Let's do this. Let's make it happen. Let's, let's have, do it, brother. Let's have a, let's have a or sister. beer together. Right. Let's ha- let's Virtual have a, beer or let's something. Let's have a pint. So anyway, <laughs> this story is about a guy who his mom... I'll give you some backstory real quick. His mom messed with a Ouija board on her own. uh, And then when he was born, he always said bad shit happened to him. Uh So he thinks he's cursed because of his mom fucking with the Ouija board. So let's check it out. All right. I'm currently 24 years old, but since I can remember, I've always had bad luck and strange things happening to me. I would just like to say my mother told me she had to get a priest to bless her because of an incident with a Ouija board when she was younger. Maybe I don't buy that. Thing she conjured had la- okay, for one, I don't, I don't buy fuck with Ouija, Ouija boards. boards. No. I don't either. Nah. Are you kidding? I oh, used to yeah. have one. Yeah, I've messed, I don't, with, I messed I don't, with one a lot. I don't fuck with that shit, dude. I don't care how much someone messed with something. You know, so if you play there's with been a tons Ouija- of stories about that yeah, shit going Yeah, but wrong. if you play with a Ouija board and you actually think it in your head you will spell it out right i don't know man so you think You've, it's all mental yeah i think i think 90 percent of it is well i uh 
I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Play that shit. It's going to me somehow. I also had just learned she is seeing the same figure as me. Anyways, I'd like to start with my childhood. Please. I was raised in a violent and abusive environment, which included a lot of trauma on my behalf. Jesus. My father and best friend committed suicide when I was very young. I believe this thing disguised itself as my father once and showed itself to me also. Damn, that I don't wow. I just got chills Get up my fucking fuck back. Get the fuck out of here. I don't like that I'm shit. I'm not good with that at all. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. No. That's a fear of mine. Jesus. Okay, here we go. That demons or whatever they are are attracted to broken people and the such. From what I've read. When I was around 12 or so, I was very much into occult things and had a lot of occult symbols all over my room and I had practiced a few rituals, stupidly enough. This guy's asking for an ass whooping by some yeah. kind of entity or <laughs> demon, demon or something. Come on, man. It's coming. For I real? smell an ass kicking on the way. I oh. feel like this dude's going to get so messed with. Oh, God. Oh, God. One night I was awoke by a dark shadow figure standing at the bottom of my bed. Fuck, and it was here we trying go. to pull away my blanket. I couldn't do anything about it. That sounds I like sleep paralysis. Yeah. A dark being. Mm-hmm. <sighs> at the foot of his bed, that was the same, Powerless same to it. thing for me. This God has been damn. happening to me ever since. It has appeared as a couple. It has appeared just at my door, reaching around from behind it, opening it slowly. I also heard unexplainable scratching in my built-in wardrobe. When I checked, oh, there were scratch marks all over the inside of the door. Wow. Like claw marks or fingernails. Fuck, and they man. Oh, my I God. Know. Are you I fucking know. kidding right, me? Man. Are you Ooh. fucking kidding me? We're deep. Ever since that night, I have struggled with addictions and a voice in my head that takes over sometimes, urging me to do bad things. It has been really... Okay, so it sounds like this thing's got control of his mind. It sounds like schizophrenia to me. Well, that was going to be my next comment is, what if schizophrenia really isn't you're fucking crazy? It's something, you're possessed by Ma something. Maybe you're just tapped into something that most people aren't. Like something I, evil we, is tapped into you. Right. We, we don't really know what that is, so we just give it a name. Right, exactly. Right. And those who are vulnerable, well, to like the, emotionally vulnerable, yeah. right. are... The usually. ones who are usually well to doing know it. God is to know madness. When I mm. had my uh, sleep paralysis episode, I was in a very very dark place at See? that time. Yeah. Well, sure. and my recent sleep paralysis hasn't been like this though mm -hmm. either. Mm -hmm. Bad these past few weeks. I have also become on and off depressed. Mm -hmm. This figure has never left. Every so often, it will appear again over the years here and there. But not until around this time last year. I had a bad breakup with my partner of eight years. I got depressed again and got into the occult once more. Why? I stupidly was present when someone summoned a demon. Oh my and God. during this, I was in an extremely bad place. Then all of a sudden, the same shadow I seen when I was younger would appear every single night. I was sleeping on the sofa for a good month and it would appear over the top of me on the wall. It would appear on the walls opposite me. Even when I got to lie down on the bed, it would still be there, standing over me. The feeling that someone was there was really immense when I would stay up all night. The strange noises would come back and electrical appliances would turn off and on. Very common. They wouldn't even be plugged in. Right. I couldn't explain it whatsoever. 
Ever since this, I've had lots of bad luck, i.e. I've lost nearly every job I've had due to circumstances I can't control leading to financial issues. I've been extremely depressed and even have had suicidal thoughts which have been very prominent this past while. I've lost loved ones. My addictions are really bad now. I've had multiple injuries and I've changed from a very nice outgoing guy to a very quiet kind of loner type and I've become a very angry person inside. I've signed myself in for some counseling because whatever this thing is, it's winning and it's making my life unbearable. Mm. I do believe it's been with me on and off since I was a child. I just think it makes itself extremely known when I'm at my weakest moments. I thought I would submit this so I could see what other people say and think. Thank you, mm. ahead of time. So yeah, the, the voice of this is not actually the person. He's kind is, of doing the same thing. As, same thing? Yeah. As the ghoulish gal? Mm-hmm. As the ghoulish gal. He might be the ghoulish guy. We don't <laughs> know. Yeah. Right, we didn't catch him. Right, I did not um, get his credentials. But honestly, this dude needs to go see like a priest or something. I mean, it, it definitely reminds me of, of sleep paralysis. Yes. The whole out the, of the foot of my bed thing. Yep. But seeing it all the time, like... Seeing it every day, every night. Seeing it every night is normal. That's horrifying. That is horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some people in that documentary that that I've got some clips from that they are just terrified to go to sleep at all. Well, I've had mine for the past two weeks where an ex-girlfriend walks out of the dark. Yeah. Yeah, You've been gone. What the fuck, Scott? All right, man. So I've told this on the last two podcasts. So for the last, I guess it's three weeks now. I can look from my bed into the into the bathroom, and we have a nightlight in there, and it is on all the time. And so it's on. My tiles are white, mm-hmm. so it, it really, you can see in there. It's not bright, but you can see. It illuminates everything. And I can't really see the best without my glasses on. And there are times that I will wake up in the middle of the night, and I can, I, it just, it's what I always do. I just look in the bathroom, and... It's like there's no one there. And then the next, I just see her walk out of the bathroom, like, out of nowhere. She's not dead, though. No, she's not dead. She's still alive. Lives in Missouri. She's somewhere in St. Louis. Weird, man. She comes up to me. She she looks at me. She comes over me and bends down and says, I know what you're doing. And then I wake up. But I'm not, I'm not like, I don't feel bad. I'm not scared. I just can't move. But I don't even try to yell or anything. Like normal so sleep sleeping, paralysis. Right. But you're sleeping. But and then I wake up. Yeah, I'm sleeping, so you're but dreaming, I see her. You're dreaming that you were awake. Mm-hmm. But your eyes are open. Yeah. yeah. Really? They feel like they're open. I mean, I'm looking. Yeah. It feels just like sleep paralysis. You can't move. I can't move. I mean, yeah. I try to get up. I try to say something. I mean, I'm not yelling like in sleep paralysis. Right. Full on sleep paralysis. I just scream. Trying to. And nothing comes out. Yeah. You did that before? Yeah. Wow. But with her, like, I'm totally at ease. I need to buy a book about sleep paralysis and really read into that shit a lot. Because it fascinates me, man. Right. Yeah. And And for a while there, it was like every other day. Every night there for, you know, the first couple. I can't believe it was that often. Yeah. When's the last time it happened? Three days ago. And it always is the same and thing every same. time. She says a little bit more. I mean, I'm not going to get in depth to it because mm-hmm. that would be a little personal. But, sure. I mean, I, but yeah, I'll tell you guys off air. But yeah. yeah. 
Same same scenario. It's, and it's each the time. same thing every single time. That's crazy. I'm not calling you crazy. No, no, no. I I, I can't explain it. Yeah. Well, you're brave to even say it to people. Yeah. But we'll take you seriously. I I, I don't know how to I I don't know how to explain it. it it's it's either something like. I, I, and I can honestly say I, I had a connection with this girl, mm-hmm. so maybe it's some kind of connection that mm-hmm. we had mm-hmm. or have. I don't know. Yeah, like I haven't seen her in five, six years. Is she? Do you? Uh, is she on Facebook? Yes. Are you friends on Facebook? No. Gotcha. Okay. The yeah. I mean, uh-huh. so it's not like you know. It's not like this is somebody that you're in contact with a lot. No, so it's right, weird. Not, at all. Right, not right. at all. That's what's weird about it. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I haven't even like even That's remotely odd. seen her in, in yeah. five since I've been here, six years. So that just really makes me interested uh, to find out whether or not there are other people that have had, you know, similar situations right. to that. I, I don't know. I, we'll see. And we've got a story tonight, and I was kind of interested when I seen the name pop up. Mm-hmm. We have an incubus story. And and I kind of worry about that if I don't have a succubus in my house. Okay, explain incubus and so succubus. An incubus and a succubus are the male and female version. And so think of it as so an incubus is a male. So he would target. He would be a male demon that would target a female, and he would he would give her everything that she needed. So if 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 she wanted to be creative, he would give her that creativity, and then he would feed off of her. Until there was just nothing left, mm-hmm. and then he would move on to someone else. Yeah, and a, and a, a succubus is the same thing. Mm. And I've I've actually said this girl was a succubus before. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, so, let's since we're talking about it. So yeah, play yeah. that one. Why not so, go to it? And I, and I believe those are uh, Greek and Roman myths, the incubus and the succubus. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me just cue it up here. Here we go. I've had my fair share of spirits around me. I've seen spirits all my life and am somewhat sensitive to them. When I was 16, I believe I was attacked by an incubus. It wasn't until I read some stories on this website did I figure out what really happened to me. This story is true. All of this happened to me. I do believe in ghosts. They do scare me. But they also fascinate me. It all started one night. I had just climbed into bed and was laying on my side ready to go to sleep. I was only lying down for a few seconds when my whole body became paralyzed and I felt really weird and my ears were ringing. I was totally unaware of my surroundings when this was happening to me. I could see this black figure of a man walking towards my bed. My heart started to race there it is, and I man. thought I was Here going go to again. have a heart attack because my heart was beating so fast. Mind you, this is a female. Right, I don't have that. I don't have that. When she comes walking up, my heart's not racing. I'm not scared. I don't have any of that. Right. But so mind weird. you, this is a female. This is just a narration. Yeah, the, the narrator He's talking is for the girl. So before you click back on there, you were talking, Scott, you were talking about, well, the incubus and the succubus mm-hmm. and how they feed off of other people's energy. If you talk to people that have sleep paralysis frequently, they all feel that way they, they feel, feel like drained they afterwards. feel like this is some you know entity from another mm-hmm. yeah. dimension or whatever but that they feed off of people's yeah. fear the next morning are you guys like just completely tired like completely drained of it only happened to me one time and i honestly don't remember what i felt like the next morning huh. I, i've had it a couple of times um I, I i do feel tired 
the next day. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just worn down. Physically, emotionally, or both? All the above. Uh-huh. And I usually have pretty bad days those days. Uh-huh. Like, I'm just irritable. Yeah. Don't don't be around me. Yeah. You know, I just want solitude. I just want to be alone. And it's hard when you have two kids. Right. You know, you have a wife. Yeah. And they all love you and, and they all be around you. Yeah. And you feel like the jerk. Yeah. I, I can relate. Yeah. yeah. All right. Getting we got to get to the bottom of that. I started to feel really warm and kind of turned on. Yes. I was so scared. Yes. When he was standing beside me, he started to lift up the blankets and started to touch me. That's when I became really scared. I tried to call for help, but I couldn't. It started to feel me all over, and that's when I blanked out. I don't have that. When I... She so, touches my forehead. Can you physically can you feel, feel it? it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the same. And then as I wake mine. up. Yeah, that is crazy. Mine, mine touched my feet, but right yeah. Now. I wonder. You know what? I wonder if it's something that knows your past and it's disguising. So this girl, I have a theory about the this home woman. we're in right now. What is it? My house used to be a daycare. Okay. And there was kids everywhere. Where we're at right now was the daycare. They, When they were inside, they were all down here, right? Our bathroom that we're using for the old 77 is like for the world's tallest midget. It's for kids. Yeah, it the is. The mirror is so small. Right. The bathroom, everything is tiny in it. I think this place attracted something. I don't think it's... I, I think it's malevolent. Mm-hmm. I think it's here just to be here. Yeah. Um, I don't think it means us harm. My kids have seen things. Really? Jonah has seen stuff like in what? our house. Like what? My boy Jonah is is special in the fact that I believe he sees dead people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Now he's just told so many stories that I, I can't trust it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when he was smaller, he would tell stories of playing with his grandma, who's, who, who died when he was two. Mm-hmm. He would tell stories of people who, like he had met my dad, said hi to my My dad died before he was born. Mm-hmm. You know, he knew things. I find it kind of ironic that if reincarnation does exist, that my dad has been reincarnated into my son. Right. And so now I get to raise my father. That's his karmic retribution. Hmm. I have a nephew. Interesting. I I have a nephew on my wife's side of the family who had, when he was very young, had memories of being his own grandfather. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And he was able to say shit that he when he was when Jonah was young, he known. knew things he shouldn't have sometimes. Yeah. Interesting. It ha- dude, it's common. It's just most parents don't want to talk about it because they're afraid they're going to sound crazy. But or, dude, or someone's going to think their kids are crazy. Right. And that's right. that's primarily why I never because my kid's crazy enough as it is. You know, <laughs> I mean, he, he needs help. Yeah. But no, he's he's had issues. We've oh. had issues in our family. And that's why I think that we're just naturally we attract that stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Because of my aunt, my my grandfather, my dad, my boy. Sure. You know. It runs in the family. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know I always take everything back to aliens. So here I go. <laughs> but people that get abducted, it runs uh, in the family. No, absolutely. Like if does. you've been if you've been abducted, chances are your parents yeah. have and you're yeah. Absolutely. So it's interesting it does. the way it works. That's, that's that one of the things I've noticed too. Yeah. All right, carry on. We got more left on oh, that one. Man. Oh yeah, we do. Yeah. Let me just cue it up here. The incubus. Oh, man. Yeah. Woke up the next morning. I couldn't understand what had happened. I didn't tell anyone and just brushed it off. Sometime later that week, when I tried to fall asleep one night, I heard this man whisper something in my ear. Hey, you. I jumped up and looked around, but no one was there. I don't know what he whispered to me. I could never make it out. A few weeks later, the whispering returned when I tried to sleep. But I still couldn't hear what the guy was saying. It went away for a while, but then it returned. 
The whispering continued, but I just ignored it. When I came home from school one day, I felt really sleepy, so I decided to have a nap. As I lay on my bed, I felt something lie beside me and put its arm around my waist. I didn't feel scared at all. I actually felt incredibly safe. I had this really vivid dream about this incredibly hot... Really? Yes. Like, there's no worry here. No issues at all. I'm safe. Could this thing, like... That visits you could be a succubus. I don't know, man. Trying to lure you into. I've been incredibly creative lately. Have you? you? <laughs> Do you get a boner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just had one uh, uh, six hours ago. Crazy man. That's crazy. So yeah. How about that? <laughs> what the boner? Or the crazy. No. <laughs> okay, I'm lost. I was saying when this thing visits you. Do you get a boner because no, she's... No, I don't. I don't. Okay. But this girl Do you was really... that type. Yeah, okay. Yeah, gotcha. she was... I'll tell you later. I'm just thinking about maybe it was a succubus. Dude, I... She's I know. It's... suck you off. I have called... You <laughs> <laughs> could suck you, but this... Is a nice... Hey! She's luring you into comfort. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's more of a comfort it's, thing. It's, it's a comfort. It really yeah. is. It's so maybe, maybe yeah. whatever's in this house... I don't know. ...is disguising itself as this image as of... her... And then it's comforting you, maybe somehow. When we if you don't, moved if you don't in, feel threatened, then no, I don't feel threatened. Then I do feel like there's something to worry here. About. Yeah, but your kids were both probably too young before you right. moved here to, to for them to have any experiences in your previous. Well, my house. my boy was like, I think seven. My girl mm. was, you know, she was young. She grew up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did did uh, did your boy ever have any? Uh, issues or any any weird sightings or anything before you guys moved to this house or yeah. is it only be- oh yeah okay yeah it's it's been well actually since he he turned five or six mm-hmm. I, I don't know if any of it's true anymore so here's 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 a, another incredible thing but definitely under five there is a book and I can't remember the name of the book but I'll 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 figure it out and and tell you guys this this researcher actually went and researched um, kids that had like imaginary friends yeah. and basically came to the conclusion that these were real entities like drop dead Fred in some yeah, yeah in some sense and it was really weird I like I need to read up on it because I don't I can't really give you guys that many details but like the way that the that these imaginary friends would name themselves mm-hmm. It was always like very similar names. That's cool. From one kid to another, I'll track that down yeah, and yeah, share man. it. Share it on the future. Oh. In the future, back to the incubus. Yeah, back to the it. incubus, man. Guy with this girl who looked like me. We were lying in bed together, and he had his arm around my waist. We were laughing and joking, and we looked really happy, like we were in love. When I woke up, there was no one there, so I thought it was a friendly ghost, and didn't think much of it. I didn't think much of the dream either as I don't dream that much. Later that week I was feeling kind of tired so I decided to have a nap. I was only asleep for a few minutes when I woke up to this feeling of intercourse. I woke up and was feeling drowsy like I was drugged. I looked around but nothing was there and that's when I felt drowsy and fell back asleep. I woke up a few minutes later and felt something kissing me but I couldn't Hmm. see anything yet again. I felt really drowsy and fell back to sleep. When I woke up, I thought it was my imagination. The spirit went away for a while but recently came back, but I now know what it is after constantly surfing the internet. I found this website and read a few stories about an incubus, which really fascinates me. 
I finally learned what was happening to me. The whispering returned at night when I tried to sleep. I started hearing noises in my bedroom like things being moved around and being played with. It really freaked me out so I started going to bed later than usual hoping that I could go to bed in peace. Sometimes I would wake up in the morning and straight still up feel goosebumps. tired like I wasn't getting enough sleep at night. This continued for months until one night I was asleep and was woken up by something. As I opened my eyes, I saw this black figure lying beside me in bed. That's three black I couldn't figures move and I was paralyzed, but I felt really weird paralyzed. like the night that I was paralyzed. first attacked. I could make out some of his features. His eyes were dark, mm -hmm. but I couldn't see the whites of his eyes. He had a nose and a mouth and he looked human to me, except that everything about him was black like a demon. Oh, he said something to me, but I couldn't make it out. I asked if I could go back to sleep, but he just laughed at me like he was surprised that I wasn't afraid of him. Wow. He wanted to hold me, but I said no and he stopped. After that, I fell asleep. I was surprised that my incubus showed himself to me, but I'm not scared of him at all now. When my incubus is in my house, he creates this ticking noise like a clock, only faster like he is letting me know he is there. He also makes my attic creak like mad when he's around. Fuck this Sometimes story. Sometimes it's really loud <laughs> that it makes me jump. My incubus is like my protector. He follows me everywhere like he so is watching out for me. Him. Yeah. I like him being Some around Stockholm and I don't syndrome. mind that he follows me. I like I him feel really safe around. when he's around. Weird. He is really sweet and caring and listens to me right. and has never hurt me. Fucks you in your I sleep. really care about him as well. And when he leaves for a while, I feel like my best friend is missing. Wow. Okay. He has been with me for four years. This is the I worst part 20. of the story. Okay, let's now hear don't it. tell me that incubus are dangerous and can kill you or I would be dead by now. And don't tell me to get rid of him. I've heard it all before and it really annoys me. My incubus, Andrew, is not dangerous. <laughs> he loves him. That's great. I really care about him. When I was depressed, he made me better. I was happy again mm. thanks to Andrew. I know he will never hurt me. I feel like I've known him before. I don't know That's where from. He told me I was his girlfriend back in the 1900s and that he wanted to marry me in a past life. Oh, weird. Here what we do go. you think? Wow. Could that could, could be that a lie. Be possible? It could be possible, That's... but it also could be a terrible lie. Did, did she say he told me? Oh. Yeah. That... Wow. I got like No context goosebumps. for that one. He just told me. So weird. I got goosebumps all over oh, my body right dude, now. Dude, I'm bumped out. Yeah, that one terrified me. That one freaked me out. Oh, that was in Ireland. Oh, yeah. I told you, man, there's some good, good oh, ghost my stories over I'm feeling my goosebumps on my leg right now. <laughs> I got goosebumps on top of my goosebumps. They're coming and going, oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Dude, should we take a break on that one? Let's take a break. Sure. Oh, my God, I got to recoup. Yeah. If you're in Ireland and you would like to call us at the old 77, feel free to pick up the phone, text, or call us today at 573 246-0779. Or check us out at patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast. Or you can even email us for free at the old 77 podcast at gmail.com. Take a break. God, be back after this. Nice. Ooh, after we get a fresh change of underwear. <laughs> Scott, I want to be your incubus boy. <laughs> you already are. Help ensure future episodes by becoming a subscriber. Find out how at patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast. This is the one and only old 77.
we had a friend staying over. Like we had we had like people over that night and we had like a one bedroom tiny apartment. So like we were all like kind of crammed into my bed. <laughs> and uh I remember I had um gone to sleep. You know, the two girls they were they were asleep. You know, they were they were out like a light. Almost immediately the paralysis hits. Normal paralysis. Completely normal. You know, situation like stereotypical dark room, uh, but in this there's a, a really tall entity like, you know if the room is 8 feet tall he is an 8 foot tall dude with a hunch like, he's not fitting in this room uh, and there were red eyes this is what I remember and, you know, like, very Mothman type shit, actually, and it starts talking to me he repeats, you know who I am you know who I am you don't know, you know who I am right now but I know you experience, you know, and, you know, I believed it. I believed that this thing was telling me it was going to kill me. I'm going to die. And I'm sitting here feeling bad for her, that she's freaking out. And I'm I'm trying to calm her down. I figured she has, I figured she had a sleep terror or something like that. And she's telling me that on her chest, she saw something on her chest, a cat with red eyes. And it was looking at me, talking in a language that she couldn't understand. Like it was on top of her, but threatening me. And the second she said it had red eyes, I just, like, fucking freaked out. Like, I was just, I, like, (laughs) I remember this was during a time in my life where I was like, maybe I'm crazy, maybe, you know, it's fine. And then this happened, and then it immediately affirmed I thought I was going to be dead. Like, I just, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to die. And, like, shit like that immediately makes me want to be like, fuck, like, regular life. Like, sorry about the language. When things like that happen, it's very hard for me to be like, yeah, I'm just going to go get a normal job and, like, live my life. Like, I'm <laughs> like, I want to figure this out. We had a f- what the hell did I just listen to? A cat, too, man. Fucking cats. Fuck cats, man. Now, that's fucked up because they both experience you know, they, they had a, both experienced the same thing. Yeah. Right. How do you explain that? So she did not see the man, the dark man, but she saw the cat. Yeah. So it was, it was and like the cat her, was on her chest. So it was like her own kind of experience with this thing. Like his was a man mm-hmm. and hers was a cat. Yeah. But the cat was talking to him. Right. In a, in a language that they couldn't understand. Like it was talking in tongues. Yeah. Uh huh. Some kind of like ancient mm. kind of, Maybe Language. the cat was Pentecostal. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I don't mean to, to, to bash the Pentecostal. Maybe he's a snake charmer. Maybe he was passing a snake around. I don't know. And the, the thing, so you guys also noticed that they both had red eyes. Yeah. Yes. Similarities. That. There that's was a very, lot of similarities there. Yeah, that's very common. Well, I've noticed that one color of the iris, red eyes, mm-hmm. black eyes, mm-hmm. it's all been the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, red eyes. Now, the one that I saw did not have red eyes. It was just a blacker than black shadow yeah. outline. I couldn't make out any facial features. Yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah. And, and the, the crazy thing was that, like, I also could experience it 
from like a mm. third person that's, point of view. That's strange in itself, right there. Because your experience was a lot like that. Yeah. With, without people. Oh, actually, your wife was there, right? She was there, but I mean, she was fast asleep, and right. so when it was happening, could you see your wife? From like your peripheral vision, yeah, like for, yeah, from on my peripheral. And I she was dead asleep. Did you check on her? Like, oh my god, this is happening. Did you kind of like look over at her, like her way? I couldn't. I mean, you were you, just kind of stuck. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, I I could move my eyes, but all I could see of her was from my peripheral, and the being was on walked over to my side of the bed, and I don't know how to explain it, but like as soon as I sensed it. I knew that it was coming from me. It showed itself. Like too. I instinctively knew that it wasn't coming from my wife. Yeah, it was that coming was there from for me. you. Yeah. How accurate now with that that video? How accurate was it from that image of that guy to, compared to your experience? Pretty close, other than the red eyes, because mine didn't have that. Okay, but other than that, exactly. So you saw like a silhouette of a body yes. without the eyes. Yes, which is even more frightening. That's creepy, man. Click on that other video, not okay. not the Hatman one, but the other, the this yeah, the one middle here? one. Yeah, click on okay. that one. It's from the same movie. All right. And I hate the sound of the noise. Hold it's on. like almost like um, bring like her up. spirits or demons, like kind of like screaming at you. Whoa. Um. So then you hear like a, it's almost like a buzzing <laughs> that starts, and then I can sense a presence, right, like standing over me, just standing. Okay, did you hear the same thing, Dave, when that happened to you? I didn't hear the screaming. Or a buzzing? Nothing? <coughs> Not that I recall. Okay. No. Nope. I don't remember hearing any crackling or anything like that either. Mm -hmm. It's very common, though. Man. Okay, here we go. Okay. Standing right here next to me on my bed, standing over me. Oh, man. Then you hear, like, this sound. It's like, it feels like somebody's screaming right in your ear. Um, like, they're right here. Wow. And they're screaming. Well, that scared me. The fuck, dude? I got my dick. Look at this guy. Hey, pause it real quick. Scroll down to the comments and find the one about about uh, people with headphones. It's one of the first one or two comments. <laughs> yeah, I just I just turned my phones up. Uh, yeah, it, it says rest in peace headphone users. <laughs> <laughs> You see it? Yeah, dude. It's oh. hilarious. All right, sorry. All right, Rest man. in peace, headphones. Time, time to pull the ones that I'm wearing right now. Right, for right. sure. Yes, I can concur. Oh man, yeah. Wait, turn this down a bit. Oh my god, they really do a good job at like. That's um, the that's the thing about that movie is like they had a budget so they could really they make could this make happen. the depictions look pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. and this is the uh, the 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 thing on Prime. Uh, yeah, it's called. It's just called the nightmare. the nightmare. This thing has a cloak on. It was. It was on. Or it was on Netflix for a long time, and then Maddie informed me that it wasn't on there anymore. Really? So I dug around and found it on Amazon. So I guess That's because what? of Halloween, they they throw a bunch of shit on Amazon. Oh man! That you would usually have to pay for. Yeah. Amazon has like. They got a lot of like really obscure, low-budget films. They got they a do, lot of man. old flicks on there. Yeah. I watched Transylvania Six Five. Oh my god, I love day. that movie, I dude! Do too. I love that it was movie. Amazing. Never seen it. Oh, oh my god, it's, it's an it's, old school flick. It's incredible. Jeff Goldblum. That's right up our alley. Yeah, Ed Begley Jr. I saw that when I was like five. I'm like, exactly. what the fuck? Is and this? I remember being just in like it drew me in immediately. Because I remember like my sister being like. I know you're scared of movie like scary movies, yeah. but this because when you're five back oh, in the eighties. Right. If you so didn't like scary, scary movies, you're like a little pussy. Right. right. 
And I was a little pussy. <laughs> um, I cried in Ghostbusters. <laughs> Mom had to take me out. Like, I was afraid to watch Gremlins when it first came out. Like, I was right. a little bitch. Yeah, me too. Hey, Gremlins was pretty scary when you were a little kid, right. though. It is. And uh, so when I saw this movie, they're like, this isn't scary. Just stay with it. And I was like, oh, this isn't scary. This no, is it funny. Was great. Yeah. Yeah, you had Frankenstein, the you Wolf had Man. Wolfman, yeah. everybody was in it. So, uh, this thing was terrifying, by the way, on this clip here. So let's continue, huh? Let's continue being terrifying. Uh, get, by the way, if you're listening to this, get your headphones ready. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm sure there's going to be another scream. Turn them down. I don't think there is, actually. No? But I'm trying I could to ride it. I'm just going to prepare myself. <laughs> I could be wrong. Jesus. And I can sense the color red, as if they were wearing something red like a dark red robe of some kind or something red it's a cloak and I, tr I tried to look at the face but I, I couldn't like every inch every centimeter feels like a ton and so I'm trying to move and I want like why would you want to see this thing's face I'd be like oh my god what the fuck I don't know man maybe after a while you just if you it gotta know. Yeah, like if it happens to you a lot. You just gotta know. Oh, it's like looking at something that you dread, but you're just so you're so curious to see what it's, it is. It's like a passing a car accident on the highway. Yeah, it is. You know it's gonna be oh, horrible, man, but you and can't everybody rubbernecks it. Yeah. Oh, what's that over there? Yeah. I wanna see it and I'm looking, I'm like straining to look up, straining to look up. I, I could I I could barely no. move my head. It was almost like going like this, like Damn, they did have a budget on this. Um, and then I, I think I said something. I said, I just said, I remember this guy. His name is Jesus. And I'm going to use his name right now. And I'm going to say just in Jesus' name, you know, you get out. Or said, I said something to that effect. I think I've mentioned this before, but people, in fact, I'm pretty sure in the comments for this video, you don't have to find it, but there are people that have commented that have said that they have evoked the name of Jesus some of them not being Christians, but that it, the, and that have said that it has worked. Huh. So take well, this, that. This, take that. This guy here commented uh, that in Jesus' name is trippy. I use it too. So this guy must have them as well. So he's probably got it too. Yeah, there's and people all in the comments that have. He this also stuff. continues and says it works, and I'm not even religious. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I mean, if it ever that's happens, to, if it ever happens to me again, I'll definitely try it because that's some terrifying shit. And it wakes him up every time, or fact. I don't know. Guess who's not going to sleep tonight? This yeah. guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Here go my headphones again. Like I feel it. <laughs> right. I, know. No, I think you're good. Dave, I swear to God, if my headphones if go. My head, <laughs> right. If my head explodes here in a minute, you guys know why. You fucking asshole, baby. <laughs> and I, f I okay. suddenly sense that the demons or the, the thing that was happening to me, that evil presence, just left, gone. Um, and it was amazing. It was like a feeling of victory. Yeah. When they never came back. That was a, that's a hell of a reenactment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to be funny so I can, like, discard, like, what I just fucking seen. All the trauma <laughs> I just made you endure. <laughs> that's so interesting. that's the beauty of where I'm at, boys. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, shit, dude. Got it at my peripheral. I didn't see hardly any of it. Well, it's not even, like, the way they produce this thing, when you have, like, just oh, they this got instant, budget. like... Yeah. 
loud thing in your headphones. Right. Like, it scares the shit out of you. I don't care who you are. Yeah. It's going to, like, make you jump. I can't believe I watched this movie alone. Yeah, there, there's like something... Like, at home uh, alone? No one around? My wife was at home, but not in the room. She was oh. in bed. Yeah. But you guys... I told you guys the story about this. Like, it... I watched this movie like a year after I had my sleep paralysis thing. Right. I didn't even know that what happened to me happened to other people until I saw this movie. Yeah. No kidding. This yeah. one person commented, I used to get that fucking horrible, honest, honestly. It is. It's the roughest. Yeah. The best comment, though, was RIP headphones, you, <laughs> headphone users. Yes. Yeah. I laughed out loud when I read that right. earlier. Yeah, yeah, that's totally true. <laughs> and that first one hit, and I was like, oh, thanks Which for is that. funny. Um, there's only like almost, there's like 6,000 hits on this thing. So Dang. it's really. I'm pretty sure that's because this is probably illegally ripped onto YouTube because uh, I, I had a hard time finding clips. I could find the trailer very easily, but finding those two clips from the movie were so hard. We might as well just go for. The third part of this All right, that they've said. Let's do so, it. So this third one, like near the end of it, it it has like the medical explanation. So, oh really? Oh, yeah. it's the science. The, the so we get a little science behind it on this one. Yeah, but I don't necessarily is agree a, with the scientific is explanation. This, is this guy in it, or that's just a commercial? I just felt like there was holy shit somebody. Sorry about that. No, okay. Around. It's the beautiful thing about YouTube. All around the world, people are experiencing the same terrifying vision in their sleep. Which is black silhouette, completely black. You couldn't have it on any features. I never saw a face or eyes. It's got a sombrero. Wearing a pointy black hat, but I can't see his face. With some type of a brand hat. There were three of them for me, and and the the one in the middle was always the guy in the middle. But only one with the hat. And they all say that, that somehow they just know that the guy with the hat on is the boss. Really? Yeah. Mind you. They know he's in charge. Mind you, when what you're hearing right now to all of our listeners out there, this is all like testimonials on this like YouTube page right. of the hat man. Something that... Um, Dave experienced. But I didn't. I didn't experience the hat man. You oh, just I'm sorry. experienced the, the, the he, shadow. The shadow people. So basically the shadow people were like one of his homies then. So, right. so, um, underlings. So pe- Minions. Pe- people that see the hat man, they all say that they just kind of instinctively know that he's the motherfucker that's in charge. Right. And as terrifying he as the boss, as, as terrifying as the, the quote unquote regular shadow people are, People that see the Hat Man say that it's, you know, twice as twice as bad. A lot more. I don't really? know what the, I don't know what the math is on it, but they say that he's. I mean, a lot of there's people that have these things are convinced that he is like literally Satan, hmm. you know, or the devil or whatever you you know. That's whatever. heavy shit. That is yeah. heavy. Yeah. I was panicked, but I couldn't move. Your heart is beating, you know, uh, so fast you think you're gonna die. Yep. Oh, that was trippy. Why are people everywhere having the same nightmare? I'm Corinne Pertil. This is Quartz. Shout out to Quartz, though. Yeah, shout out to them. (laughs) I collected accounts from forums, chat rooms, books, and interviews, and noticed a few common themes. He is dark. He is featureless. 
he wears a hat. And when people see him, they feel paralyzed, unable to speak, a crushing sense of breathlessness, like something evil is pressing on their chests. And when they're finally able to move, he's gone. Hmm. I haven't seen him in years, but I fear him. You know, I, I, uh, yeah, I do for sure. I wanted to speak to someone who could make sense of all of this. I think it is a real challenge for the, for the kind of scientific explanation. Let me tell you, let's ruin Whoa. everyone's time. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you the science behind it. Okay, look at my hair. It's so beautiful. And I got some cotton dockers on. It's wonderful. Hey, I mean, I understand the scientific explanation, but it doesn't. To me, it's not a satisfactory explanation. So we're going back into the video, and his name is. Chris French. He works at University of London. His name is French, but ironically, he's British. I was just going to say that. He hates himself. Yeah. God. <laughs> so this because is he's British. And this, is the, this is going to be like the scientific explanation. <laughs> okay. From Patience a French-British man. Yes. Okay. You're fucking right, Scott. <laughs> Fuck you over there, you French-Brit. <laughs> Play your shit over there, you shit coont. Please, can we get some Scottish listeners, man? Please, I, I need a couple. Let's go Scotland. Come on. Get on board. Yeah, old 77 train. All right. Just got to hop that channel, man. Come on, we can do it. Let's listen to some Chris French. Please. From the University of London. The University yeah. of London. He hates himself, by the way. Explain why some of these themes seem to crop up time and time again. Chris is a psychologist who studies paranormal experiences. He says people who see things like the hat man aren't crazy or lying. Mm. That fear and that vision is real. But the explanation has a lot more to do with culture than ghosts. Mm. If you look... And mind you, in this video, he has a hat just like the hat man does. <laughs> right, so he's probably... So he's probably sucky yeah, I was going to say, he's doing that on purpose. Yeah. Look at the way it's interpreted across different cultures... That's absolutely fascinating because you've got the same core experience, but it's kind of got this cultural overlay. When people tell me that this is natural just a sleep disorder, that it's another thing to live it and feel it. Because for me, this is more spiritual, a demonic attack, you could say. Wow. This nightmarish figure has inspired art and myths across cultures. And that sounds like something from someone from Spain. Or South America or something like that. Yeah, complete different. Yeah. Have different you guys ever culture. seen that painting? I have seen this before. Yeah. yeah. Who the hell is this dude? He's like, hey, do you want to leave? It looks like a little kind of almost like a horse. Yeah. And I don't know what the explanation is. But there's for like that. a little demon on her chest. There, there's some famous artwork that is clearly is depicting so, uh, sleep paralysis. Obviously, oh, this has been going on since there's been humans. Recorded history. Recorded yeah. history. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. I'm getting chills. By the way. You're cultures welcome. and history. In Assyria and Babylon, an evil spirit was said to leap upon unsuspecting victims as they slept. In ancient Greece, a doctor wrote of a demon that visited his patients at night and pressed upon their chests. Hmm. Similar specters appear in folktales told from the Arctic to Japan to Newfoundland. Wow. And for most of history, no one knew why. By the late 20th century, the science of sleep evolved to offer another explanation. It's called sleep paralysis you're stuck in a state where you're awake but the only thing you can do is move your eyes breathe 
Alon Avedon is the director of the Sleep Disorders Center at UCLA. He says we're always paralyzed while we dream. That's normal. But when the brain wakes up before the body does, that's sleep paralysis. You cannot scream. You cannot talk. In fact, a lot of people experience sleep hmm. paralysis. And it can come with terrifying visions. Sleep scientists have a specific term for this. One unique parasomnia is called terrifying hypnagogic hallucinations. What happens is the patient wakes up and they start seeing images of other people who are trying to, to hurt them. But even Abaddon says he doesn't understand why all those hallucinations are so similar. It's fascinating in that uh, you take individuals across different geographies. You know, I'm here to ruin a party. <laughs> I can't help myself, okay? All right. By the way, I am at You Suck My Dick. <laughs> wow, that really went dark so fast. <laughs> when you sleep paralysis, I drop my balls on you your know, chin. You know, he's not, he's, he's not necessarily wrong, though. No, Why, he's not. What is I'm the sorry. What, what is the connecting thing? Well, that's the thing is he really can't explain. There's the, Which is great because everything is... like I like things that are that are our mystery. Yeah, that oh, remain man. a mystery. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Sorry, I made fun of this guy. <laughs> That's okay. He's not listening. What? He's so happy that we make fun of him. <laughs> it's awesome, you know? <laughs> it's a fascinating thing. Geographic entities, and yet the dreams seem to be similar. Why does it happen? Why are the dreams not pleasant? Chris, the psychologist, thinks he might have an idea. I do not like the dreams that I am having. are shaped by cultural influences the dreamer may not even be consciously aware of. For example, that man in the hat looks an awful lot like a figure we've come to associate with horror. Who the hell is that? The oh, hat man, uh, when I sat and thought about Let's it, the thing that came to my mind was this. Freddy Krueger and the, the kind of Nightmare on Elm Street film directly inspired by sleep Almost. Yes. This notion that you can be attacked when you're asleep, that's when you're vulnerable. Uh, and of course, Krueger wears a hat. I never There's put still that no together. definitive answer for why some people see these shadowy visitors. <clears throat> but those who do don't have to be haunted by them forever. Treatment for this is to have the patient relieve and re-experience the hallucination during wakefulness, during the day, and begin to imagine positive emotions or associate positive emotions with that image. In truth, there is no stranger lurking in the corners of our rooms at night. The hat man is only in our minds, and that may be even scarier. <laughs> no shit, right? But the whole, the whole thing with, with Freddy Krueger, like, you know, they kind of, the way that they uh, phrased that, they made it sound like people are experiencing these hallucinations of the hat man because they've seen Friday the 13th. I but think they're th talking about just association, mm -hmm. though. Yeah. Yeah, because people have been seeing that figure for since way before Freddy Krueger was around. Well, I think that's where that they were saying that Friday the Thirteenth is a direct result of that. Yeah, inspired. Yeah, by. Yeah, inspired by. Uh, you, you guys ever seen the the neighborhood watch signs? Yeah, it's a guy in a black with a like black trench coat and a fedora hat. So we were talking earlier about how Amazon has some like really sketchy, low budget films. Oh yeah, yeah. Amazon, there's a film on Amazon. It's, dedicated entirely to the hat man no kidding yeah yeah and it actually i mean there. for being a low budget film it's pretty good and there's some 
very interesting information in there. That's cool. Yeah. Why don't we take a break? Yeah, and let's come do back that. with some more scary stories. Oh man, we got so many for this scary Halloween stories. this weekend. Oh, I can't wait for Halloween. Happy Halloween. So if you would like to call and maybe tell us your spookily ookily story, feel free to pick up the phone, call, text us, you know, whatever's good for you. Yeah. 573-246-0779. And as always, check us out on patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast. We'll see you after this break. Bitches. Me. The Old 77, a show where we pick a topic, but rarely stick with it. Call or text the Old 77 listener line at 573-246-0779. Can we bring it back? Oh, all right. Yeah, Can I bring it, it back? I just love bringing it back because, you know, I haven't done it in a while. Bring it back bring in, it back, bro. Back. Okay, bring, bring it back, bring it back. Bring it back. Welcome back, back to the old 77. It's a safe place. In an unsafe world. That's right. And Scott, let's thank some folks out there. The different states, the different countries that we're in now. So, we are in the United States, of course. New Zealand, of course. Ireland. Ireland. Turkey. Japan. Poland. Germany. Thank you, Netherlands. Hell yeah. Thank you so much. Thank Sorry, you, thank don't you. take offense to that. No. I mean, seriously, I'm thank just you trying to, to Russia. be silly. I mean, thank you, Russia. <laughs> I'm going to do a Russian voice. I was waiting for the Russian accent, man. Uh, thank you, Uruguay. I don't want to insult anybody. We got Canada. Uruguay. Yeah, Uruguay. Oh, Canada. And thank you to Finland. Yes, Finland people. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Finnish people. The I Fins. love your vodka. The Fins, yes. Yeah. The Fins. Fins do make good vodka. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to go to Finland and or uh, um, what was the other one? Was it Denmark or no? What was the other one that you mentioned that was? Oh, I missed one. I'm sorry. Singapore and Croatia. Dude, oh, they, nice. will not, they will never listen to us now. No. They hate a crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> we are single-handedly offending every one of our demographics tonight. Yeah. Like, these guys are done. You're Fucking idiots. Not. It's like, hey, thanks for listening. I listen to this podcast about nothing all the time. All the time. We are literally the podcast We about are nothing. the Seinfeld of the, po- yes, the podcast world. the podcasting world. world. Um, I want to give a big salute to my aunt Emma and Uncle Butch listening tonight. That's I love right. you guys. Thanks for uh, always sticking by the old 77. Did I hear you correctly? Did you say that, that your Aunt Emma is your mom's twin? Correct. Cool, man. That's yeah. cool, yeah. Are they idle? Are they, yeah, I was gonna, that was my so next So maybe question. someday, Sloan, when she has kids, maybe they're going to be twins. you have yeah. twins in you. Are so, they identical? Oh, yes. Just like mine. Yeah, yeah. I can tell them apart, but they can play tricks on people. Oh, really? absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. Same with oh, mine. Wow. They're easy for us to tell apart, but wow. once you get to know them, they're pretty easy to tell apart. Different personalities and different voices. And Correct. Yeah. Thank you to our Jeff City peeps. Yeah. All uh, of you actually, Jeff City peeps. Thank you for listening. Um, Definitely. Jeff City makes up 42% of our listening audience. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff City. Thank you we to um, West Main Pizza for having oh, our poster man. up there for that's the longest right. time. We, yeah. And Mod. And no, Mod. Yeah, yeah, so much. I had one up at Mod, too. Yeah. Okay, yeah I had one. I oh, I had a list here, but I, I don't have it with me. I but, hung up a couple. Uh, well, I did stickers mm-hmm. in uh, in Holt Summit. And nice. There you go. That's right. And yeah. we do have stickers now. So hit us up. Yeah. Thank you to the. Uh, yeah, hit us up if you want some of those stickers. We'll send yeah. you some. For sure. With a self-addressed. I also want to point out. Uh, I want to give sh- Sally a big shout out from Echo. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Echo has great food, man. Oh, hell yeah, they great do. vibe inside. Oh, I love good Echo. beers. Go to Echo. Say my name. She probably won't know who I am. <laughs> but it's okay. Oh man. But she acts like a dude, and she's the nicest person no, she's in the awesome, world. Man, yeah. So Echo Lounge, yeah, great food. The you chicken sandwich. The chick. Oh my god, man. the chicken sandwich there. The crispy chicken sandwich. Yeah. It's like the size of my palm, dude. I am not lying. It was the greatest chicken sandwich I've ever had in my life. Like I put hot sauce on top of it when I got home. Oh yeah, game changer. That's what I'm talking about. Delicious. Yeah. Sarah usually gets like the uh, black and blue burger. Has like oh that thing's great. Blue cheese crumbles on it and mm. stuff. That's kind of like a Jeff City. They have great burgers man. there. Great that, burgers. That place. Yeah, if you man. live in Jeff City, yeah. you know Echo's got you are, some yeah. Bomb you already food. know the Echo's where to go. Yeah. For so sure. uh, I just wanted to give a big plug to Echo. Free plugs here. Free, free plugs. That's right. Um, um, but we are local podcast that's recorded here in Jefferson City, Missouri. Yeah, we are like our, like our poster said, proudly recorded here in Jeff City, and we're yeah. proud of it. So you know. And that's we want, where that's where we record from, man. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, we want to reach out to some local businesses. So, absolutely, if you want to come on our podcast, yeah, we'd love to have you on. Absolutely, hit us up. And by the way, happy Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. spookily. And we got ookily. some more scary stories. So so up, far, right? as you know, if you're not fast forwarding, scrolling through your, you might be. You know your Spotify you are, welcome, or your welcome iTunes. To this segment. <laughs> welcome to our usual cool down segment. But tonight. Yeah. It is different, Scott. Oh, because we've shaken things. It's up. getting scary up in here. Mm. It's definitely not cooling down. No, no, it's not. I mean, um, you know. Wait, what? <laughs> so, basically, we're going to go back to another local haunting. Sweet. Oh, this one's local too. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going down to the Lake of the Ozarks. To okay. The Ozarks. <laughs> okay, so the, the narrator says Ozarks. No, no, the, no, they don't. So the no, narrator, the, I think she's what like she from. Say? Maybe New York or somewhere, okay, you know, yeah. on the coast somewhere. And so Ozarks? she didn't know what Ozarks was, so she said Ozarks. So that's hear, horrible, right? It you hurt. Would, it hurt. Okay, so you would at least think that she would go on YouTube and try to get the the right, right. pronunciation. I'm I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I'm sorry, Google. You're the girl. voice the voiceover person. Yeah, Look, we all make mistakes. I do all the time. Dude, we're it voiceover happens. people. Yeah, Reach I do out, all we'll the time. You. So, but I'm just saying, Ozarks, <laughs> come on. I know. I would think most people have heard of the Ozarks. Like yes. The Ozark Mountains. Yes. The Lake of the, the Ozarks. The show, where, Ozarks. Yeah, exactly. You know. Anyway. I love that television show. It's called The Ozarks. Yeah, the Ozarks. <laughs> it's a great show. <laughs> All right, here Jason we go. Jason Botman in it. Three, two, Ooh, one. Sit on a gently sloping hill in the Ozarks. Ozarks. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, my God. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on a second. That might have been the funniest <laughs> darn thing I heard all night. Oh, hold on. Hold on. We got to hear that again, man. My childhood home stood on a gently sloping hill in the Ozark. Ozark. <laughs> So I fixed it. <laughs> For the listeners at home. For all you home. at home, yeah. I fixed it. That's Scott's voice. Okay. <laughs> Correcting the voiceover. That bothered me as a voiceover artist, so I fixed it. So much that you talked over her ass. <laughs> oh you didn't my even God. find another, I didn't even give it a chance. You didn't even find another girl <laughs> no, to, to no, replace no, no, her no voice. No happy medium, oh. no nothing. Ozarks. Those. I even did it deeper on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
That's straight up gangster. That, that's Brilliant. the dick in me, sorry. Okay, <sighs> okay, we're over it now. Let's Carry continue. <laughs> we have always called our little homestead Rocky Ridge. It was once a cabin which had been built onto over the years, belonging to my great-grandparents. Before them, I don't know who lived there. My knowledge doesn't go back that far. When we moved in, the house was in terrible disrepair. My bedroom, which was part of the original cabin, had a wall which you could literally push out and see the ground outside. Oh, that's weird. The living room floor was rotting. I will try to condense these stories, as there are so many. So many. Now that I really mm. think about it, most of the stranger things began happening when my stepfather decided to put in the new floor in the living room. We tore out the old floor fairly easily, and underneath were these enormous logs, with the bark still intact. I was amazed at this kind of carpentry and craftsmanship. They were so big and still in fairly good shape. So we just left them and reinforced the foundation with 2 by 4s So, so far that's not really I think it was spooky. that we found out on the ground under not the floor right. that is important. There is a shoebox with ladies' shoes still inside. Though they were dirty and rotten, you can see that they were a mid-heel shoe with strap across the top, and they were long. I don't even know how old they were. There was also a little square tin, which was a rusty red color, and it had marbles inside. There were miscellaneous little things too, a buckle, some very long nails, scraps of newspaper, and some glass bottles, a few with lids and corks. Most of the stuff we left alone Mom threw the old shoes away, and the newspapers were thrown out too. She kept the marbles. For as long as I can remember, Mom has collected marbles. That's weird. She will find one yeah. while digging in the garden, or just odd random places. She just so she puts them in a big marbles. mason jar, which sits on the kitchen windowsill. After the floor okay. was replaced, my room was completely renovated, and everything was put back in proper order. There were little disruptions. Renovation. One morning, we go. were in a rush to get to we church, talked about and I couldn't earlier. find my curling iron anywhere, even though it never moved from the shelf I left it in on the bathroom. I was starting to get annoyed, and I was whining. I opened the refrigerator to get something, and there sat my curling iron. The cord wrapped neatly around it. Hmm. One day I came home from school to find my mom repeatedly slamming the front door. There was this painting, one of a kind as far as I know, that hung for a long time on the kitchen wall facing south. It was a painting of a tree in a meadow, with a barrel of apples beneath it, some of the apples spilling out onto the ground. It was in a very old wooden frame with a wire hanger. I don't know where it came from, but for some reason my mom did battle with this painting. Every morning she would wake to find it hanging extremely crooked on the wall, almost sideways. This bothered her. Because she is an orderly person, almost obsessively so. She straightened it every day. She she has like OCD. Absolutely. But here's the weird part. <laughs> Play. <laughs> us kids of pranking her. She yes. woke up early and got up in the night to catch us doing it. But of course never could. So that day, she was experimenting, slamming the door to try to put it sideways. It stayed firmly in the upright position. And it never moved. She took it down and burned it shortly after. Oh, shit. She yes. hung several things there since, with no problem. Bad choice. Everyone, except for me, ironically, 
has seen an apparition in her house next to the wood stove. It seems to be an older woman. My mom believes she was the bearer of bad news and a protector. She saw her one night before she went to bed, and our attic caught fire that same night. Oh my God. During a terrible ice storm several years ago, 13 of our family members stayed in our tiny house due to the fact that we were the only ones with a wood-burning stove. My aunt saw the ghost come out of my parents' room, check on everyone sleeping, and disappear into my bedroom. Man. There's one last thing that happened in this home that really stands out to my memory. This is where it's at. At one time, there were three entrances to the house. There's a door that led outside from the living room, and the concrete porch and steps remained. It ran alongside the house, directly beneath my two bedroom windows. I used to sit on the porch in the afternoons and have tea time with my dolls and toys. A couple years into our residence there, my mom decided she no longer wanted the porch there. She wanted a flower bed, and it was just in the way. Renovation. So Bad choice. Right? Allow me to backtrack, because this is so relevant to the story. My mom's brother, Rob, spent countless hours on that property. He was close to my great-grandfather, who everyone called Cotton. Grandpa Cotton owned an auto body shop, which is now where I practice every Tuesday with my band. Rob loved working on cars and practically lived there. When he was 28, and my mother was pregnant with me, Rob committed suicide with a shotgun. At the time, he had been working on a transmission. Violent which was hanging from a chain on the tree directly outside of my bedroom windows. Hmm. The transmission is long gone. The chain is still there. My mom and my cousins and siblings have spent hours swinging from it and playing on it. Okay, back to the future. One night, it was my bedtime, which was 9 o'clock on school nights in those days. My bed was pushed up against those two windows. I got into bed and almost asleep when I heard a man crying loudly outside the window. Hmm. Not just crying softly, but sobbing uncontrollably, like one does when drunk and feeling very sorry for themselves. He was just talking to himself, almost shouting, I'm a worthless piece of shit, I wanna fucking die, I'm gonna kill myself. The walls of my house were thin, and this man was carrying on so loudly. I don't know how my parents didn't hear him. It sounded as though he was sitting there, on the concrete porch. Needless to say, it scared me badly. Our neighbor was prone to drunk episodes, so I thought maybe he had wandered into our yard and was laying out there cursing and crying. It was scary for a child to hear someone say those things. I jumped out of bed and ran to tell my parents. I told them exactly what I'd heard. My eyes must have been as big as saucers. Dad immediately grabbed the shotgun and went out to see about it. Mom and I waited in the kitchen. Dad checked the yard, went across the street to see our neighbor. He came back and said the neighbor had been sleeping and there was absolutely no one out there. Of course, I know there was someone out there. How could you not hear? He was practically shouting. There was no way anyone that out of their mind and inebriated could have just ran away in a span of a minute with no trace. Hey. I was worried to go back to bed, but I never heard it again. I would have been too. I didn't put the pieces together until years later. But I'm almost sure it was my Uncle Rob, <laughs> sitting out by his transmission, grieving. This is all I have for now, and I'm sorry about how lengthy this has been. I got on her roll. Thanks for reading, <laughs> everybody. One weekend, I went to my dad's. He told me a story that had happened there the day before. He was upstairs on the computer at home alone. 
Phoebe, our dog, started to bark at the door. My dad looked out the window. No one was coming down the road. Dad went upstairs and she was still barking at the door. He looked out but there was no one to bark at. <laughs> he went back upstairs to continue playing his game when he heard heavy footsteps going up the stairs. He turned and no one was there. He jumped out of his chair and looked around but no one was in sight. I was freaked out by the story. That next weekend I had a friend over. I told Tara that the house was haunted. She didn't believe me. We watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that night. <laughs> so that's what she, you know, like... So we were yeah. already scared. Like yeah, you do. Yeah, right. said, Great job on saving yourself out. <laughs> we heard the faucet Is that in the outside turn on. And the water running. We looked out the window. But no one was there. That's fucked up. It did it again. And again. Then the pool balls upstairs were rolling. As if someone was playing pool. Weird. We went up. But there was no one up there. And she said, Whitney, I believe you now. <laughs> Think? Let's get that the fuck morning, out of here. That next morning, the pictures and paintings and frames were turned sideways. Jesus. Oh, man. Hell no. We ended up moving from that house. Yeah, Duh. Good, good call. Idea. Way to get the fuck out. My fiancé and I spent the night at Lemp Mansion. Oh, we got another Of all one. days on Friday the 13th. I've always never really believed in ghost stories and shows on TV. So the Lemp Mansion is in St. Louis. It's in St. Louis, yeah. It's an old brewery. It's a bed and breakfast now. You can stay there. It's haunted as fuck. Oh, God, Like, yes. that family... That family is, like, cursed. There's, like, generations of people that killed themselves Yes, in it, dude. It was oh, on, um... Shit. Yeah, it was on, um... Um... What was it called? Scared to Death podcast. Yes. yes. Yeah, I heard it on... I heard it on a podcast, too. And I saw something. Mm -hmm. There's, uh... There's some kind of documentary on it as well. Yeah, it's it's real. It's legit. Yeah. It's a legit place. Okay, what's it called again? It's called the Limp Mansion. Yeah. L E H M P, mm -hmm. I believe. L E M P. But they were basically the brewery before Anheuser Busch. Yeah. I see. They, they were domin in direct competition yes, with. They yeah, were. they were they were banging big. And they were terrible with money. Yeah. They were terrible with money. And their their brewery still is there. I think Anheuser Busch absorbed it. But they used to, back in the day, they had access to underground caverns. Yeah, they had parties back and down they, there. They had pool, like, there's like a, a pool room yeah. where they can they can mm -hmm. swim and live underground. So it's they were cool all the time. So wow. when it gets really hot here, and they would also store their beer down there. Mm -hmm. And there's like talk that like one of them like shot himself in the head, one of them hung himself down yeah. there. It's it's something, dude. Jeez, they had a, a whole generation, yeah. dude. They all went mad. Every generation has it. They all went just crazy. Is there a lot of documentation about yeah. that? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I definitely got to look that one up, too. So they're staying there, apparently. Yeah, it's it's a real thing. All right. There's a haunted house, too, that you can go, like, in October and go through it. It's fantastic. Really? And it's in the Limp Brewery. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. My fiancé and I spent the night at Limp Mansion. There it is. Of all days on Friday the 13th. <laughs> I've always Why never really believed in ghost we know how this and shows ends. on TV. <laughs> but after my night's stay, I would have to say I'm a little more curious. We were on the top of the main staircase when we saw the rug on the wall move. Nope. So I went over to see whether it was air from Check, the vent please. or if it was a ghost. So I blew on the rug to see how it would react to a little air movement. As I'm blowing on it, the light at the top of the stairs began to flicker. And stopped once I stopped blowing. My fiancé 
started recording, asking if the lady in the picture behind her didn't like me messing with the rug. At the end of the recording, you can clearly hear a voice say, No, I'm right behind you. Oh, shit. It still gives me chills. I partially amplified the sound to clearly hear, I am right behind you. Fuck that. After we took a stroll around the house to see if we could get any more recordings, we went straight down to the cellar. I figured it would be the best place right. to capture something. They used to have parties and yeah. shit down there. Although we got no youthful audio. I have to say that the moment my foot landed on the bottom of the stairs, the hair on the back of my neck stood straight up. Yeah. It's hard to say if it was energy have or you whatever been down these there? paranormal I've, I've investigators call it. I've never been down to it, where she's talking. It was definitely an overwhelming feeling. But you you get that electric feeling around that I think my fiance and I place. are going to visit a few more mm-hmm. places to see if we can't make a true believer out of yeah. me. I hope you ghouls like the Missouri ghost stories. There were so many to choose <laughs> that's from, her. honestly, so I... That's the ghoulish gal. The ghoulish gal, thank yep. you so much. Thank you, girly. Man, I can't believe that I didn't know about that. You've never heard of the Limp Mansion, really? I don't think that so. That surprises me. Yeah, that surprises me. I definitely gotta. I definitely gotta go do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that. Yeah. That's. That's a. They do. Uh, they do a murder mystery uh, dinner there, like once a month. I've always wanted to go there and do that. I think that would be super. Hell yeah! Right? Hell yeah! Go to the li- go to a haunted brewery mansion and do a murder mystery dinner theater. Hell yeah! Let's play a clip from uh, a castle overnight. Ooh, somewhere Castles. in Ireland, a haunted Irish castle. I haven't heard it yet, but you had me at haunted Irish castle. That's all you need. Mm. I just got home from a two-night stay in Castle Leslie in Monaghan. I was aware that there was reported hauntings prior to going, but didn't want to read any stories before I went, and my wife was totally unaware of any stories relating to the castle. We stayed in Norman's room and a series of events happened between 1am and first light, which would have been around 5 or 6am-ish. The night in question was Monday night to Tuesday morning, the 4th and 5th of April 2016. First, we returned to the room around 12am and we both were very tired after the drive up from Wexford. I was awoken and could feel a presence in the room and I could make out the figure of a man sitting in the chair next to the bed. The hair was standing on the back of my neck and I couldn't move. I then saw what I can only describe as a mist or cloud over the right hand side of the bed. That's really I had a common. restless yeah, night man. of dreams. Yeah. One of those was a dream of being like the, in the bed, the full and the others, which beings, I don't recall, it was very warm in the room, and I was too scared to move or even hang my leg outside the covers. In the morning, my bed confirmed she too had a night of vivid dreams, hmm. and awoke to see a cloud of mist at the foot of the bed. No windows weird. in the room were open. I was glad to see the morning and went to the bathroom. Our room overlooked the vast gardens and lake, and whilst looking out over the lake, it looked like a wave or wall of water around 10 feet was moving across very slowly. My wife confirmed the same, but by the time I got my camera to take a picture, it had disappeared. The following night, we told the night porter our experience, and he mentioned that there was reports of the bed being haunted and offered to move us into another room. Nothing like this has happened before. And I would say I was open-minded, yet skeptical. 
We had a sound sleep on the Tuesday night with the help of a different set of spirits. I can't explain what we saw, but we will return there one day. We just won't be staying in Norman's room. (laughs) Wow, that was awesome, man. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, that that uh, <clears throat> the people people that have that experience when they don't see the full shadow, you know, person. That's the, like the other really common thing is the report, like this black mist type, right? That moves through the room, kind of floats through the room. Man. Very common. So this next one <laughs> is a camping story. Oh, camping. and here in Missouri, we love our camping. Ah, yes, 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 we, we do. do. Right. Everyone loves camping, sitting by the fire, eating s'mores. S'mores? s'mores. I love the I s'mores. I love a s'more once in a while. Chocolate, Ooh. marshmallow, cracker. S'more, s'more, s'more. Graham cracker, you can't beat it. It's delicious. <laughs> Melted together and one wonderful blob. And then you go fishing. And then you go fishing. And then you camp. <laughs> and then maybe sometimes you run into somebody God, I who's shifty. <laughs> What a setup. Francis is killing it over there tonight. Man, the intros are killing me. He is on a roll. After college, I went backpacking in the Canadian wilderness for a few weeks by myself. To put this in perspective, I was in the middle of nowhere. The nearest town was a three-hour bus ride away, and I only saw one other person who was from a distance he was in a canoe during the entire seven days. I brought a few disposable cameras with me, as this was before digital cameras were too widespread. I took a lot of pictures. When I got home, I had them developed and took a look at them. The pictures were standard nature shots until I got about halfway through my first camera. There were two pictures of me asleep in my tent in my sleeping oh, bag. Get the fuck out oh. I literally freaked out when I saw it, and I had a complete breakdown. To this day, I have no idea how those pictures got taken. Oh, I haven't been camping since. <laughs> I sleep with my door open and Holy my curtains shut. Shit. And I still get the paranoid feeling that whoever took those pictures is still watching me somehow. Whoa. That was short but sweet. That just... Wow, that paid off hard. Yeah. Oh my god. Man. Wow, that one was... All right. I was strong. Just w- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. <clears throat> it's home. I mean, oh, how long man. was that? That was like a minute, maybe? That minute scared 30. the shit out of you. scared the piss. These are actually... down my leg. This yeah. next one is called Bros Camping. <laughs> this, this sounds like a porno. I, I know. That's just what I was thinking, man. But check this one out. All right. So me and a couple of my buddies went camping last summer alongside the Willamette River. That's we actually had a decent hike yeah. into the Oregon. deep end of woods. We did some night fishing, listening to music, and basically drank to the point where everything was funny later in the night. I would guess we finally called it a night somewhere past 2am. I shared a tent with one of my buds while the other two shared another tent. We heard them laughing about something. At first we laughed at the sound of their laughing, but it soon got annoying and we yelled for them to shut up. One of them responded, it isn't us. I sat up, startled at the response. I came to realize that it was the sound of only one person laughing, and it didn't sound like either one of my friends. Even in my drunk state, I realized how odd it was for somebody to be out this far in the woods so late at night. The laughing gradually got closer and louder to our campout. My friend shot up and looked at me with a worried look on his face. 
I heard my other friends scream over to us that they were getting freaked out. As the laughing got even closer, I could make it out very clearly to be the laugh of a male, probably in his 30s or 40s. He sounded like he was as drunk as us, messing around with friends, but we only heard his laugh, nobody else. There was something indescribably creepy about his laugh too, as if it was missing something to it. You had to be there to understand what I mean. The laughing was now just at the edge of our campsite. But we couldn't hear any footsteps at all. Now that may not seem like a big deal. It was impossible to move through that without making noise. And finally, all of a sudden, the laughing stops completely. We had no idea where whoever that was was standing, as he hadn't made a single stepping sound. We sat there in silence looking at each other. My friend was clearly freaking out, but he was keeping it together the best he could. Finally, something broke the silence. The sound of something rubbing against the cottony fabric of the tent. We saw the outline of a hand through the moonlight, pressing on the tent. We both screamed at the top of our lungs before getting out of the tent. We ran as fast as we could through the woods, our other friends following us. After about five minutes of running, we somehow found our car. I actually puked from running so much before taking the wheel. I don't condone drinking and driving, but I still believe we were just in this situation. By far the most horrific experience of my life. No idea who or what the hell that was, or what they wanted. Holy shit, dude. Pretty terrifying. That makes me want to um, invite people to come over to my house and like hide speakers like at the bottom of trees and pipe in creepy laughing. To you? No, 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 no. I will to invite people to come over uh, to my house. Be like, hey, you guys want to come over and camp? We got a fire pit, <laughs> and I'll put some speakers out there. Yeah, that sounds, yeah. Scare the hey, shit. Hey, man, remind me to never go camping in your place. <laughs> right. Well, as long as you're with me, I, I promise I won't do that. Okay, here's another one. We're still camping, shit. by the way. All right, cool. Carry, and, continue uh, the this theme. And this is one out by the gorge, is the what this... Gorge. That's in Washington, I believe, I right? I do believe, yeah. I think so, yes. Yeah. So here we go. Notice a theme here. They're all really... Pacific My Northwest. boyfriend and I decided to go out to the gorge for some quality time camping. We had always gone with several other people, but this was the first time it was just us two. When I we got out of our to car to prep our gear for the mile hike back to the camping spot, <laughs> two sketchy-looking dudes came out of the trailhead, eyed us, and went back onto their old-school Volkswagen camper van. I had a weird feeling, but shrugged it off and proceeded back to our camping spot. Hippies. I had previously camped in the same area a handful of times, and I knew it pretty well. It's my people. Once we got back there, I knew of a handful of different camping spots, and proceeded to check them all out for the one that would be ideal for us. I noticed what looked like someone camping further up the hill, so I picked a spot a little further down where we'd most likely be out of sight. Not out of earshot though, as I heard him yelling with someone else back over on the trail. It was starting to get dark by the time we got everything set up, so I figured I'd start looking for firewood. Suddenly, this guy appears out of nowhere and asks us if we'd like any help, and offered to sell us a bundle of firewood for ten bucks. I left because we were in the woods, thus surrounded by wood, which I could pick up off the ground for free. He then said that I wouldn't find much because they'd already cleared it out over the past few weeks. Few weeks? I asked him how long he'd been camping up there and he said almost a month. I already had the creeps about him, and he claimed he was up there by himself. I asked him why I heard him yelling with someone then, 
and that he had referred to more people when he was talking about the wood. He stammered and was like, uh, well, uh, yeah, there's, there's some dudes I know camping over there up on the other side of the river. Then he proceeds to tell us that he's been lonely since he arrived. He was from Pennsylvania, took a bus to Lexington, and had been living in the woods back behind where I currently work. I knew exactly where he was talking about, because I saw some homeless people, immigrants, and drug addicts coming in and out of those woods every day. Drug addicts? <laughs> so basically, he was a homeless man who somehow got a ride out to the gorge and decided he would just live there instead. He had been living on snakes, bugs, and selling firewood for money. But he said we were the first people he'd seen in a few weeks. His stories were all over the place, and I knew he was lying about a lot of what he told us. He wasn't alone even if he claimed to be. He even took us to his camp where there were tons of stuff for several guys, not just one. He said he liked camping up top where he could see everything, and every one. Then showed up our campsite. He had a straight shot view. By now it was dark and he helped us get a fire going. I was trying to politely get him on his way back up the hill so I could have a minute to process all of this. When he left, I started whispering to my boyfriend that there was no way in hell I could sleep with that lying, sketchy, homeless creep right up the hill. We didn't have a gun, knife, or even a dog to protect ourselves if we needed to. My boyfriend somehow convinced me to stay a little longer, so we planned to stay the night. But all throughout the night, we heard twigs and branches snapping around our tarp as if somebody was watching us. It was that man. I knew it was. He was standing out there, watching us. I said let's quietly get our shit together and get the hell out of there, which we did, only we left our new tarp set up because they would make too much noise and he'd know we were leaving. As soon as I stood up with my pack, ready to get the hell out of there, he yells, leaving so soon? Oh, get the hell out. We proceeded to get away from there as quickly as possible, the most disturbing thing, as we were getting away from there, the man yelled for us to come back. That only made us go even faster. In my mind, we were either getting robbed, raped, killed, or something, because he was not alone. His stories didn't add up, and his background of where he came from made me believe he was running from something and was trying to hide by living off the grid. I oh, called the rangers no. the next morning and told them about him. Luckily, all he got from us was a set of new tarps. Okay, so that's not a ghost story. That's a dirty hippie story. <laughs> <laughs> it's still sketchy as still fuck. Still sketchy Yeah, shit, absolutely. Man. Sketchy, dirty hippie story. Dirty hippie ghost story. Well, I knew it was a hippie as soon as, well, first of all, the gorge. The gorge. Because that's like a, <clears throat> supposed to be like a great music venue up there. Yeah. And then and then when they mentioned the VW van, I... It was but done. still, man, hell no. But yes. The next time you go camping, just right. remember these stories. Right. Yes. Remember that 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 was that was that something that broke in a, a twig? Oh my god, dude's looking at you. I will tell you, you will hear you. The woods at night is not quiet. So in that no, one story with no. the the laughing, if it, if they hadn't have seen the hand, that's what convinced me on the hand. Right. That sounds like a fox. Could be. So foxes kind of, they do this like weird screamy yelping. Sounds we, like we, a woman screaming. Right, we've talked about that before. Yeah. yeah, but if it sounds like a man, though, it yeah, should be a so, man. Man, I don't know. Could be an animal. Yeah. I mean, you really, unless you're out in the woods all the time listening to all those, you know. I remember the first time I went camping, I heard a hoot owl, and I 
shit my pants. Oh, oh, <laughs> scared you? You know, I, I got scared so bad. I love the sound of owls. I do now as an adult, but mm, man, as um, a 10-year-old kid camping in the woods for the first time, no. I The other night, I was hearing coyotes, man, and they were just, oh, they man. were going. Yeah. Cackling? Do what? They were cackling? Well, you know. They're like hunting singing. them right now. Whatever the, whatever it's called when they howl or whatever. Yeah. Really? They're hunting coyotes right now at night. Are they really? Yeah. Why are this for their so at, at this time of year? It's like a coyote hunting season. They they kind of cull, like thin the herd. It's mm. a cull, if you will. I didn't know that there was a coyote hunting season. Mm-hmm. There there are there are a lot of things that you can hunt. At oh, least yeah. in the state of Missouri, there are. I think you can hunt bear now in Missouri. You can yeah, That's and crazy and elk now and elk, too. Elk. Squirrel. Yeah. Squirrel. People eat squirrels Moose too. Squirrel. We know a guy who eats squirrels. Really? Yeah. Man. I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking I about. I think I know who you're talking about, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. RM. <laughs> That's exactly who I was thinking. First guy I thought of. Hell yeah, dude. That's uh-huh. a great dude. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, if I had to survive... Squirrel would be where it's I at. I could do squirrels. I also... I'm pretty good about edible mushrooms like I, I yeah you are pretty good with your mushrooms yeah, yeah yeah so so okay i got one for you mr mushroom what are those great big uh orange like bright orange mushrooms um well can you what are, give me more description so i see them alongside the road they're usually on a stump they come in like a group they're flat they're orange those are chicken of the woods are those yeah you can eat those things yeah, yeah. they're great they're so good. I see them all over the place now. Like we've been driving on some back roads, and I'm like, oh, oh, I know what that, you know. Next time you see one, if you can, like take a picture of it. But right. Based on your description, it definitely sounds like that. Cool. Yeah, they're Chicken good. Chicken of the woods. Chicken of the woods. Yeah, they're oh. really they're good. Andrea man. said that the other day, and I was like, ooh, I don't know, man. That's orange. Yeah, I was like that's frightening looking. Chicken of the woods is there's like two varieties of it. There's a there's a a yellow variety and an orange more and an orange variety. Yeah, this one's bright orange. They both the both varieties have the same look, but yeah. the, just the color is a, is a little bit different. But no, man, you can you, saute the shit out of them. Fuck yeah, yes. dude, you do them just like morels. You you dip them in some egg and some flour with whatever seasoning you want. Hmm. Fry that in some vegetable mm. oil. Mm. Sounds good right now. It's good. Yeah, I mean honestly, it's. Chicken in the Woods is probably the closest thing to Morel's as far as like how good it is yeah. that I've had. Interesting. But I haven't had a whole, you know. Right. But I'm getting better. <laughs> I'm getting better. It's nice talking about something other than ghost stories yeah, for just I know. a hot minute. I right? know, man. We're all, we got to cool off from that terror we had earlier. Oh, Jesus. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Well, especially knowing what I know about your house now. <laughs> I don't, you know, it's there's nothing, though. Nothing really overtly. Yeah, Yeah, right. You know, and I've told you guys before, like, things just go missing sometimes. Yeah, is that still happening? You told me about that. It's continuing to happen? It is? I haven't had anything lately, but... Okay. But last... Andrea had something the other day. But it's still... Oh, really? So it's it's happening to both of you. Yeah, things still disappear, show up elsewhere. Last time I asked him, which was maybe a couple weeks ago, he's... Oh, that one. Yeah. He was was still... So I I I had a thing. And I had it locked up in the house. I knew it was locked up because I keep my, my closet as, has a lock on it. Mm-hmm. So it was up in the closet. Well, it just disappeared. Hmm. And the door was locked. Don't know how that happened. And I looked and I looked and I looked and I looked and I tore our house up one side and down the other. And I went outside and I threw something away. 
in the trash can and I walked all the way to the other side of my driveway and I turned around and I came back to the house and when I did, the thing that I had been missing was sitting outside on top of the, the propane tank that was in my grill. Hmm. I'm just like... Something, yeah, what, that's bizarre. Dude. What? That is bizarre. Something is definitely going on. Oh, I here. think there's something. Yeah. Yeah. We acknowledge it. But like maybe it's a family member. It, it, well, you know, and it could be. I think I do have a family member that maybe. See, that's one thing that I've never had. Like I've I've never had any. You know, I've never felt like I've been in a haunted house. I'm pretty sure I lived in one for a while. Other than the sleep paralysis. Thing. Right. It was a trailer. But I lived in it, mm-hmm. and I've told you guys that's where my grandpa shot himself. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he uh, he was. God, I can't remember how old he was. He was in his like early eighties, maybe mid to late eighties. Just had given up basically, and he had a little dog, and he shot her. Damn. Because he didn't want her to be a burden. Yeah. And then he called nine one one, said he was going to need help, laid down in the floor, and put a bullet in his head, right to like Holy right to his crap, temple, dude. And he lived. Like, they airlifted him from Fillmore, Illinois, to Springfield, Illinois, which is like an over an hour drive away. I mean, it probably was 10, 15 minutes. And he died, like, he did this at, like, say, 10 in the morning. He died, like, 4 in the afternoon. Like, somehow he kept going. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I think that fight and him giving up the way he did, because he was always a fighter, and that was very uncommon. Like, my grandma just went to the, like, the nursing home and things so life had changed right and i think he was just done with it but he'd been a fighter for so long that i think that that fighting spirit kept him around how about that but when me and so and and i've told this too like my sister cleaned up brain matter hmm. after all this like we cleaned it all up Jesus. and like i put a new floor down in there and like years afterwards where the bullet hole was you could see it in the new tile working its way up Wow. Like you knew where the bullet hole was. And you lived there? Yeah. I remodeled that place. Did anything ever happen? We had weird things happen. It wasn't, it was never scary. Right. I guess for me it was never scary because it was family. Right. But our refrigerator door would open. Yeah. Like we'd come home and the refrigerator door would be wide open. In the middle of the night, because it was a trailer and, you know, it was our first place. So everything was real tight. Our our doors to our washing machine and dryer would open and close. Like in the middle of the night, the dr- the washing machine would just slam shut. What? That would terrify me if I oh, heard that in the too, middle of the dude. night. You know? And it was just little stuff like that. But then Andrea later would fuck with me, and she wrote, like, boo on a mirror. Right? Oh, shit. And it scared me. Oh, man. <laughs> so there was that. But when we would walk in, like... So it had a very unique smell. You know that old people have that smell? Yeah, absolutely. So we had that old people smell in the house. We ripped carpet up. We ripped everything up, fabric. We redid this trailer to the nines. Still smelled like that. Everywhere was fine except the front door. In the door frame, you would open the door, and then you'd open the the storm door, and then you'd open the front door Mm -hmm. because it was a trailer. And if you walked through it on certain days, it would stink so bad. It would smell just like him. But then on other days, it wouldn't have that smell at all. Yeah. And it was the days that it really stunk. That's like when the, the door would slam. When the weird or the, stuff or, would happen. Right. And it just got to a point where I went down to his grave and told him, look, man, your time is done. Y- y- you chose to move on. So pretty pleased with the cherry on top. Move the fuck on. And he kind of did, And right? he kind of did. He left us alone after there that. There you go. Yeah. That's far out, man. The uh, The... 
the, the fucking washer and dryer sl- door slamming in the that middle of the night. That would scare the shit out of me. It never really bothered me, though, I guess. I don't know why. Like, that motherfucker's waking he, me up again. He was. He was He was an old grouchy bastard, so I could see him being that way. Oh, are you fucking putting this up? You know? You guys were living in my house Right. Now? Right. Oh, and I changed it up, too. Like, I put tile up. Uh-huh. And that's where I learned how to tile. Learned how to DIY, basically, in that right, place. Yeah. I tore it all to shit. I'm not a good DIYer. I wasn't until then. I'm I, I'm okay now. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. University of YouTube. <clears throat> Hell yes. <laughs> Anything you need to learn, you can learn on YouTube. <laughs> Just about, man. Basically. Just about. Basically. Yep. I, Somebody should monetize that, really. I know people that have built entire businesses off of shit they've learned on YouTube. <sighs> wow. I can't wait. I can't wait for new Unsolved Mysteries, boys. Oh, I know man. I already said that once today. but October 13th, right? I, 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 my brain is... And I, I'm thinking like 17. I can't remember. Okay, so we are recording on the 10th. This yes. is for the 27th. Absolutely. That's why we're kind of behind. Oh, yeah. Or in the past. Or We're, we're recording in the future, but in the we're future. doing it in the past. Yeah, we're t- time traveling right now. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, it feels that way. When yeah. cats and dogs are getting to get along. Oh, yeah. It yeah. costs a lot of money to tra- time travel like this. That's right. Which is why you should subscribe to us on Patreon. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely, man. Patreon.com. We're going to make a radio man of you, yes. Slash the old 77 podcast. Yeah. Bam. You can listen to all the episodes back to back to back yes. to back. Everything. Back to back to back. Keep in baby. mind, though, our first couple episodes, we were really trying to find our way. Yeah, don't hold like, that against yeah, us. Don't hold that against like us. Like every podcast. You can't hold it against me because I wasn't there. Yeah, I say Dave wasn't even there, yeah. yeah. Like every but podcast. But don't hold that against them. Every podcast starts out trying to find their own way. And we've got it now. And we did that. <laughs> <laughs> but happy Halloween. Have a safe yeah. one. It's a great holiday. I hope we spooked you. All of us to enjoy, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I hope we spooked you. Yeah. I know we spooked us. I know us. I got spooked tonight. spooked me. We spooked us. I got spooked. Yeah, for me sure. too. Thanks for listening, guys. Yes. See you later. Peace out, homies. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. This is the one and only Old 77. (laughs) Bye, Daddy. Bye-bye. Subscribers get bonus content and early access to episodes. Find out more at patreon.com slash the Old 77 podcast. This is the one and only Old 77.